I'm not sure what these people are talking about. Seems like a smut series or something. I don't know. I think instead of learning how to read, I'll just listen to them describe it. Shame there isn't some place where I could listen to the books. Preferably with some kind of discount. Thank you, Small Dead Cow, for that review of The Nerdy, The Wordy, The Book Club. That is right. Over on Apple Podcasts, people can review the show. You could review the show, and then we will read it no matter what it is, including if it's Small Dead Cow just shilling for Audible. <laughs> Audible. Audibletrial.com slash Nerdy Nightly, where you can go to have that reading thing done. Wow. I don't... Uh, We're crushing it. That is right. Welcome back to the nerdy, the wordy, the book club. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need to just add the those to the title at this point because it's how we say it every it's time. It's so fun. It's super long to like put on like a poster, but it's fun to say, you know? I am your host, Nerdy Nightly. Oh, and I am your host, Kalaris Polaris. And at the end of this episode, there will only be one host, as this is our weekly fight to the death, um, much like Robert Jordan intended in Ebudar. Oh, are we gonna like bat? Are we gonna battle with with daggers? We're going to pull out our knives and we are going to duel. And if we don't duel, then our mothers are going to disown us. Yeah. And they're going to chop gemstones off of their knives. Yeah. Be- because we dishonored them, but yes. if. We die in the duel. They're going mm-hmm. to chop off the gemstone anyway, but they're going to replace it by putting a different setting underneath of it. It sounds like the jewelers of Ebu Dar came up with this custom to make a shit oh, ton of money. This is the biggest scam since the freaking diamond industry. Ten thousand percent. Like 10, they're like, okay, okay, gems super duper expensive. So how can we monetize this? And honestly, it's brilliant. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. It, and it's not even the gemstones that are is the scam. It's the constant setting changes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you got to change the setting of it depending on if they're dead or alive or how they died, or like you have to have a different scabbard depending on if you're widowed or you're married or you're oh, yeah. looking or you're not looking. And I'm like, why? Why is this so complicated? Yeah, I uh, I was reading this and I was like, God damn, this is capitalism right here. This yes. is capitalism. Ebudar invented capitalism. Uh, JJ Puckhead says, my money is on Claris. Nerdy strikes me as a softie. Uh, JJ Puckhead, you did not uh, see me in high school. <laughs> Here's the problem. I also put my money on me. The one thing that Nerdy has advantage Why is that on, a problem? He has very long arms. And you're tiny. Yes. And but you've I'm, never been in a fight. I'm feisty. That's what matters. No, you've mm-hmm. never, you've literally never been in a fight. And I'm trained in dagger and knife combat. Yeah, and I would win because you'd be like, "Oh, you're so cute." I would I, distract you. I have I have a literal certificate uh-huh. in this house yes. that says that I'm certified in yes. my knife and dagger training. Yes, but you also get distracted by boobs really easily. Oh, you're just gonna pop them out? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, she's gonna win. I'm gonna pull a pirate queen she's gonna and win. just pop out the titties, and I will win. <laughs> Stephen McAvoy, thank you. For the super chat, or no, thank you for, uh, welcome to the Nargs. Welcome to the Nerd Table. Oh my god, Caleb, thank you so much for that Thank you for the super chat. chat. Uh, you two are an amazing addition to our Wheel of Time family. I hope you feel our love and support. We do. Uh, P.S., totally unrelated, but if you haven't played Ghost of Tsushima, get that in your life. I'm 10 hours in and holy sh... Uh, P.P.S., who the F is Kalarus? <laughs> Kalaris. Uh, it's, don't worry about it. It's, my alter this is, ego. This is Kalaris. <laughs> Khaleesi, Khaleesi Kalaris. Whoa. Bow down. 
<laughs> Could you imagine if that had been my original gamer tag, Khaleesi Kalaris? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, Caleb, thank you so Khaleesi much. Khaleesi Kalaris is Super actually pretty dope. I know. I kind of like yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Get down on your knees, kids, for Kalaris Polaris. <laughs> All right. Speaking of, it's time to do our uh, housekeeping at the beginning of the episode and say that this episode is brought to you by Audible. Mm -hmm. Audible is a subscription service that allows you to join millions and millions of voracious readers who uh, have had their eyes plucked out of their sockets by the Corinthian and now need someone to read their books to them. If you did not watch our Sandman reactions, that did not make any sense. You can go to audibletrial.com slash nerdynightly and listen to the Audible special, mm -hmm. The Sandman, which stars many famous people doing mm -hmm. a very, uh, a very, very um, faithful adaptation of that graphic novel uh, and includes Kevin Smith as Merv Pumpkinhead, which oh, is wow. cool. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Merv Pumpkinhead, who was then voiced by Mark Hamill yes, in The Sandman, in the uh, which I feel like for Kevin Smith, that must be like the coolest connection between the two oh, of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, we're like once removed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, isn't Kat Dennings in that, too? In the Audible one? I think so. Oh, I haven't listened to it yet. I haven't listened to it yet, either, but I saw a picture of her with Sam. Anyways, it was very cool. So go listen to things with your ears. Yeah, Kat Dennings is so attractive. You can hear her through your Audible subscription. You can just hear how beautiful she is at audibletrial.com slash nerdynightly. Also, that. Also, y'all, uh, today... We were hoping that they would be here in time so we could show them off, but we have launched a new piece of merch. Uh, we have officially launched a new piece of merch, and it is it is live. It is public, and if you are interested... Oh, no, I'm not logged in on this site. Oh, no. No, you're good. You're good. If you are interested in joining um, the people of the dragon, as so many people are, you, too, can uh, do that. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to find the link very quickly. Oh, my God. There yeah, it is. Right there. Copy-paste that stuff. You too can join the, the the people of the dragon with the beanie of the dragon, the latest <laughs> official piece of merchandise from Nerdy Nightly. Mm -hmm. um, ours mm -hmm. will be here next week, so we'll be wearing them on the show. Yeah, uh, for at least part of it, um, because it gets hot it gets in here, hot. so yeah, we'll yeah. probably show them off and then we'll, we'll we'll take them off. But in the winter, in the winter, yes, yes, because yes. winter is coming. Uh, much like Ned Stark used to say before his head was chopped off and he could no well, longer wear beanies. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. Oh, I feel, I really feel like I spoiled everyone. They cast Sean Bean. Everyone knows he died. Yes, yes. Everyone who started the show was like, oh, it's Sean Bean. Ah, this is gonna, it's gonna he's be not gonna make it. No, he's not gonna make it. He's not gonna make it to season two. Yeah, classic. Do, 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 do. In classic uh, Sean Bon, <laughs> Scene Bean fashion. Um, but we're here to talk about the Lord of Chaos. What? I just like the idea that Sean Bean started Cinnabon, and he was like, Sean, Sean Bean. Sean Cinnabon. Cinnabon. That's going to be the name of my location. Yo, Kevin L. Stevenson, thank you for joining the Nerd. Welcome to the Nerd Table. All right. We've talked. We've, we've bantered. We're 15 minutes in and we are... Um, Only 10 because the timer. Oh, because the fine. timer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're not recording. You're going to have to download that later. Yep. Oopsie doopsie. Guys, professional operation here. Hold your fire. Here for the beginning for once. Can't wait to hear about this section. Us too. Uh, yes. Do you guys want to tell us about it? What happened? <laughs> Does anyone know? Okay. What happened in this section uh, in one sentence? You only get one. And don't make it a run-on sentence because that's not No commas. 
No commas, but yeah, give us give us your one sentence breakdown of everything that happened in these ten chapters. Uh, hold your fire. Thank you for six months. We really do appreciate that. Shit, Shit happened. happened. Yes. Jeff Dennis is the most correct. Metheny. Metheny, welcome in. Uh, there were some calls to have Sean being cast as Luther and Telemann. Very cool. Honestly, yeah, I, I, yeah, I could see that. I'm glad they didn't because it would have been for one scene. Then the actor that they did cast isn't famous enough that you know what I mean. Like they'll they'll be able to use him. Yeah, all the yeah. budget would have gone to Sean Bean. Uh, Methany, thank you so much for that super chat. <laughs> they did let the Lord of Chaos rule. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Rand didn't do a lot in this section. He didn't do he a lot. He just kind of meets with people and is like, hey, yeah. hey, arms what's were, up? Arms were definitely folded beneath breasts. Are, um, oh, some people have some bosoms. Some, some bosoms. A, a character who I previously thought was lacking in bosom is not, apparently. She's quite bosomed up. Everybody has big old titties in the Wheel of Time. Yeah, I thought Min. I thought Min was gonna be like the like A cup of the trio. You know, like mm. Min's like the A. Uh, Elaine's like a bigger like on the big side of a B, and then Avienda is like a That's... solid like between a C and a D. You know, but then <laughs> okay. now Min, Min's coming out here with some like double D action. Apparently, I've got Avienda sized boobs, so uh, cosplay coming soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're a little uh... short for. Any character in the Wheel of Time, though. Moiraine would tower over you. Wow. Camera magic, guys. If they can make um, John Reese davies look short, they can make me look tall. Mike L.L. really summed up this section. Some people came together, and then they and others left. <laughs> That's so true. Yes. Yes, it is. The, the, this section was a little bit light. It was in terms of, like, events that were happening, uh, but we got a lot of interesting character stuff. Uh, we got to Ebudar, which I, I actually, I found that section super interesting. Uh, meeting the queen, I thought was very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was there was a lot in this section that I liked, but yes, in terms of, like, events that happened, mm-hmm. definitely lighter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the only, like, big thing is uh, going to be when we get to a certain nice to die in those final chapters. Yes. But let's start with chapter 38, it's the beginning. In it's this section, all of a sudden, Fayil makes sense. Yeah. Yes. But also doesn't. We're going to talk about her well, mom and her dad. God, her mom. <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Ro- Robert, Robert Jordan says a lot about relationships between men and women that make me think that he didn't always have the healthiest relationships with women in his life. Yes. But I think that, okay. Is but, that unfair to say? No, no, but here's the thing. I think that we all have, we all experience unhealthy relationships with people. Mm-hmm. And I think that he actually really cleverly wrote different elements of those into different, um, not communities, uh, cultures. That's the right word for it. Right? Oh, 100 yeah. Right? Like, you know, like, there's definitely problematic things about Ebudar. And there's definitely problematic things about, uh, like, Andor and definitely problematic things about the Aiel, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's there's a little thing there, there there there's things in each one, and I think that he was self aware enough to kind of realize that. Yeah. You know. Um, I'm just fixing the title. I oh, forgot to update the title of the video. Oh no! Don't worry about it. Don't worry okay. about it. Okay. All right. The the title's fixed. There we go. You just fix the first half and not the second half. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, like, you know, uh, throughout all of our lives, we all experience uh, relationships of varying levels of healthy. Fair. And as a writer, I think you pull from your own experiences. Uh, Father Jerusalem, <laughs> welcome to the Nargs welcome of to the, nerd the Nerd Table. Thank you. Um, yeah, I still want to know who hurt Patrick Rothfuss. Well, uh, I still want Patrick Rothfuss to finish that damn series. Um, 
Giovanni, Giovanni thank you for the super chat. I've only some minutes to stay, but I want to say thanks to this fantastic book club. You're welcome. Uh, you, you and the community are making me love more and more uh, our Rob Jordan's universe. Also today, I have know that my favorite sci-fi book will be published. So I'm very happy. <gasps> Yo, that's awesome. Congratulations. Enjoy that sci-fi book. Um, I will fun. read it after I finish all the Star Wars books <laughs> recently bought. Yeah, we got a big old stack of Star Wars books. So in chapter 38, a sudden chill. Matt is like riding up to uh, riding up to Saladar. Mm-hmm. He's got his like group of peeps with He's him. He's heading to the salad bar. He's got his son. Yep. And his son hates Avienda. Yes. Well, to be fair, his parents were murdered by Ayo. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love, I love the moment where, like, um, where, where it gets very confusing between Matt and Avienda because she was like, no, I, I don't feel bad. I'm not Shido. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, whatever. Also, they were tree killers. But also, you know, it's a kid. So she, like, keeps, like, looking at him, not suspiciously, but, like, it d- definitely doesn't know what to do about him. You would, too, if there was a child who was following you around staring you. at you, no, holding he, a little knife. He tries to kill her once. Oh, yeah, yeah. Literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I No, I would Children. Mm. Uh, <laughs> a child surprise. Yes. Matt has his child surprise. Child of surprise. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Matt is Geralt of Rivia, confirmed. Honestly, the attitude a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so he uh, he makes it into Saladar, mm-hmm. uh, and he meets up with Vanon, who is quickly becoming one of my favorite characters. I think he's he's so cool. He's yeah. like he's just this like portly dude who's like I can sneak out of here. No one will know. And then he does, and you're like, how how did he do it? How did he do how? it? Uh, and I, yeah, so he's Matt. Guys, Matt in these next two chapters. Is a dumb, 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 dumb. He gets in to meet the Amaralyn seat. Mm-hmm. They let him in because mm-hmm. you know he's got an army nearby. They're they're a little worried. They don't want to have open bloodshed right outside of their little town. Yeah, it's a quiet village, and so he goes in and he sees Egwene Alvir sitting there in the Amaralyn's chair, and he's like, hey, "Get up." This is this is not a joke. You're gonna get your bottom spanked if the mm-hmm. Amaralyn finds you in her chair. Yeah, and then he proceeds to berate them for being so stupid for what they're doing. Uh huh. But doesn't ask any questions. Yeah. And walks in and thinks he knows exactly what's going on. Yeah, and you would think that one of those dang voices in his head would be like, yo, get the lay of the land before you start making assumptions. Like you would think that one of those brilliant generals would be like, hey, don't assume shit. No. It's like it, 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 it's like the he comes from a line of men who all were great military generals, but I'm assuming they all died because they just made assumptions and never learned that lesson. Uh, honestly, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I just want that. one of them to be like, hey, 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 maybe ask one fucking question instead of just assuming everything. Matt splaining. Yes, yes, that oh, is exactly what's he happening. Is, he is full on Matt splaining. And they're just sitting there like... Yeah, yeah, and you he, gonna tell him like? I, and look, I, I I understand the concept that like he he saw Egwene four ish months ago. Yeah, and she wasn't the Amerlin seat. Yeah, but then I'm but then I'm like, dude, like, but you have like you have absolutely no idea anything about Saladar. You only yeah, just yeah. figured out where it is, right? Like it's it's one of those things. You where, literally, like, you and a thousand of your men just walked through a hole in air. To cross the entire country. And he's like, this is unbelievable. And I'm like, dude, 
it's ma- it's literal magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah anything yeah, yeah, is possible. Yeah. chill out. And then it it leads up to Nynaeve kicking him, and there's a part of me that's like, Nynaeve, what the fuck? Yeah, she, she, yeah, she, just kicks him. It, it, but there's also part of me that's like, you know what? Some people need to get kicked. Wow. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I loved, okay, I loved how this played out because of how it was written and the dynamic of it. It was very fun. Oh, it was right? super fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really fun to read. Definitely enjoyed it. I was just screaming at the book going, Matt, yeah. ask one question. But like, Nynaeve just literally like puts her foot in his butt. Like, I like mm-hmm. kicks him. And I was well, like, no, okay, okay. She does not put her foot in his butt. Basically. That is a different thing. Basically. No, that is a very, that is a much less violent, much more well, fun activity. Well, that depends on the, the person, size of the I think. foot. Um, I know, I just mean, it was so weird. I was like, like, Egwene, or, so, no, not Egwene, Nynaeve. <laughs> Nynaeve is like, men always resort to violence to solve problems. And Nynaeve is so violent. The most violent. The, the most violent. And I'm like, girl, you need to, like, you need to take some yoga classes. If anyone needs to take the three oaths, it's Nynaeve. Truly. Because Nynaeve will use the one power as a weapon. Yes. Yes, she will. And I, especially when she gets past that block, I think. <laughs> Um, but yeah. But so the reason that he that he, he ends up getting kicked hard, hard enough, he gets kicked hard enough that two days later he it is still bruised. Yes. If if it was like a little swat, I it, it would be different. It, yeah. I didn't think much of the kick in the moment actually, because mm-hmm. like whatever. I I thought a lot more of the kick when Matt like two days, two later, days later is later, like I have like, a bruise on my ass and I'm like oh wow you got like you yeah. got kicked. Yeah. But when it was the, also... the girls try and channel at him exactly and it doesn't work. Yeah. And. Yeah, I, I love this. Um, Burnt Ashamon Sen says, "I know what an Ashamon. We know what Ashamons are now." Um, yeah, the hypocrisy of Nynaeve is one of her charm points. Charming. Okay, if you're into that, <laughs> I don't know. It was what I. Uh, yeah, charming. I. I don't know if I would say charming. To each their own, I think. Nynaeve is fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would consider her charming, personally. I would not be charmed <laughs> I, I, by the violence. I would I would not consider her charming. Um, but she's very amusing. Yes, yes. Yes, she's but she's amusing. As, like, as a character. She's a lot better in this book to me. I, I like her a lot more here than I did in Fires of Heaven, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they try channeling at Matt, and his little wolf head goes cold, and he's like, <laughs> I got, got protection. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which leads to something that um, really pissed me off in this, this this reading section, which is the way in which the Aes Sedai are so flippantly using the one power on people. And I was like, this isn't cool. Yeah. Isn't this, this is exactly what the one are supposed to stop. And the, the two elder Aes Sedai ladies who end up on the trip with them to Ebudar just ca- are they're casually channeling at him all day and then they throw shit at him yeah they throw literal shit L- not yes. even like stuff they throw actual like dung at him to see if the one power can launch things at him yeah and mm-hmm. i was just like the the isodai's idea of like consent and power dynamics is really like messed up and not not great. Well, and it's like, now I see why y'all need the three oaths, because you guys are a well, mess. now I'm starting to be more on the White Cloak side. I'm like, these Aes Sedai are not... They're, they're, no, but they're willingly they're willing to use the power to do whatever the, they want to literally anyone. 
it's not cool. Like, yeah. it really is. The, the, if they were reserved and only used it in situations where it was absolutely necessary on people who don't have the power, mm -hmm. then I, it would be different, right? But the Aes Sedai that we are shown constantly, who are supposed to be the ones that we consider the good guys, are willing to just do whatever they want to anybody at any time, and they don't see any issue with it. Okay, I don't actually think they're written as, like, the... Uh, I, I want you to have that point, but... Uh, Glenn, Glenn, thank Glenn, you for that super Thank chat. you. Uh, you should check out Lesby Nerdy and her analysis of Matt kicking incident. Very good take on it. All right, cool, cool, Thank cool. you, Glenn. Uh, we, we will definitely check that out. Here's something. They are written as, like, the... As the side that we want to succeed in some shape or form. Yes. But they're, I don't think they are written as, like, good guys. No, I know, but what I'm saying is that we uh, we have never, other than Moiraine and maybe Swan, but Swan would do anything for her goals either. We we have not really met any Aes Sedai who are good people. Like the fact that the Aes Sedai is filled with members of the Black Aja is so unsurprising, considering uh, morally, I don't know that any of the Aes Sedai have great moral structure. Yeah, and I think that I, I, um. Glenn, thank you again for the super chat. That's sounding a lot, an awful lot like Sancho and Apologist arguments. I'm not saying that we should chain them up. I'm saying that we should like make uh, moral teachings a part of the White Tower. So there's something interesting. People are saying Moraine sunk the ferry. Moraine sunk the ferry because it, she was trying to save the universe. Like that, and yeah. that guy didn't die. The guy, yeah, the guy, the like, it, it, he, well, he wait, didn't he go in after his? Oh. No, in the show he dies. Oh, okay, okay. But in the in the book, she sends him money for the fairy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she like literally she... is like, "Look, I'm sorry, I broke a boat," but she's not like slapping that guy in the face with the one power willingly. Yes. However, I though the the thing that I think is very interesting that I think um, starts to show in this in this section actually mm -hmm. is the um, the. Uh, when when they go to meet the queen, and I am jumping ahead here, but mm -hmm. it, it's relevant. When they go to meet the queen, Elaine is very open with her, and like actually like treats her like a person instead of tries to manipulate her and doesn't tell her anything. And the queen realizes that and and is like, "You guys are actually speaking to me." Like, and Elaine is like, "Well, I knew like my mom how frustrated she would be mm -hmm. when it just felt like she was being talked to like a kid, like she didn't know anything, like she was being like pushed around, whatever." And that's like. Probably not the best way to do things if you want good relationships with people. Um, and so I think that there's like a, at least like a little bit like an inkling of that like coming into our like main character's perspective. Obviously, the rest of the Aes Sedai are like, we're better than everybody. Ha ha ha. But like... Yeah, it's just, it, it is interesting because it makes me like Nynaeve, Elaine, and Egwene so much more. Yes. Because in the other comparison Sedai, to I'm the like, other Aes Sedai, I'm like, the only Aes Sedai I like are Swan, Leanne, Nynaeve, Elaine, and Egwene. Yeah. And Moraine, but may she rest in peace. Um, but literally every other Aes Sedai that we meet, I'm like, what are what are you going to do that's going to make me hate you? Yeah. Because Alana, also, now all the other Aes Sedai and Camelin know that Alana bonded Rand the way that she did. And they're like, it's unfortunate that you did that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> that's it? Yeah, you would think. It's mildly unfortunate. <clears throat> I, mm -hmm. yeah. Like, Alana should be like, thrown in Aes Sedai jail or something like that. You know what I mean? They're saying Varen. I, Varen, Varen, I don't know how I feel about yet. Varen, Varen is like on the fence for me. Yes. Varen, I'm I'm like 50% sure Varen's Black Aja. No. I'm like really on the fence. I'm like, Varen's going to go either way. Because Varen almost seems like she's, she's, because she hasn't done anything super messed up yet, I'm like, Varen's hiding something. What is she going to do? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um. So we 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 should probably keep moving. Anyways, we, I could yes. I could rage about how the Aes Sedai are the most broken incompetent power structure ever uh and i have been for uh what four months now welcome yeah. to the nerdy nightly book club yeah literally we should just make the show nerdy complains about the Aes Sedai for th three hours and for some reason people <laughs> listen to it oh my god glenn cullinan says no love for cat swain don't know who that is uh no that that's that's a name we've seen before no it hasn't no we have not no yeah we have yeah, no, we don't know who Cat Swain is. It's not a spoiler to say Cat Swain because I know that there's um the 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 show really wants to cast that character. The show does. Yeah, it's been all oh. over Twitter. There's like a dream casting for Cat Swain. Maybe that's why I thought I'd seen the name before, but I was like, I don't know who that character is. Yeah, but like saying a character that hasn't popped up, I I I, I know that Cat Swain Sedai is a character. Okay. But yeah. we haven't met her yet. I'm sure. I'm assuming we won't in this book. Yeah. Because we'll get there. We're also, at the end of this, we're going to talk about, like, what the hell is the end of this book at this point? Because I have no idea. Yeah. Prediction time. Um, Did we miss anything in 38? We're still in the first chapter, by the way. Yes. In 33 this minutes. Is, this is classic. Because um, we each have time to, like, rant We were a so bit. good last week. Uh, yes. So, uh, Matt's like, oh, a green, actually the Amarillin seat. All right. Cool. Yeah. And, um. Chapter 39. Possibilities. You've got possibilities. possibilities. Uh, that's from uh, It's a Bird, It's a Plane, It's Superman, the musical version mm -hmm. of Superman that is really good until the second act when it gets um, pretty racist towards Asian people. Um, it was the 60s. Wow. Yeah, that's it needs it's like it needs a rewrite. It really does. If the, it, you, it's a show that you can't do because you're like you you're watching it, and you're like, oh, this is fine, and then in the second act, you're like, like um, this feels. Why? Yeah, you're yeah. like, no. Yeah, it's not great. Um, I don't know if it was, um, I don't know if it was that, this chapter or the previous one, um, but, um, that one girl can see Taviran. Oh, um, Nicola? Yeah. She's, and the other I said, I said, you found one of your talents. Good job. She's yeah. like, I see swirly lights around him. But doesn't. He's very shiny. He, this actually brought up an interesting point. Because uh -huh. I thought everyone, could, I thought all the I said I could see Taviran. Because how did Moraine know? Could, could Moraine also see Taviran? I think so. Right? Because it, it just felt like yes. up until this point, people were uh, people were consistently being like, oh yeah, you're Taviran. No, no, no. No, Mor Moraine, no. No. They did not know they were Taviran until I think Loyal mentions it in book one. Moraine was just like, no, it's three boys who were born all within the same week. And that's what I'm looking for. I don't think she knew that they were Taviran. I think Loyal was the first one to mention it in the oh, library. In the, but in the show, she knew that they were Taviran. Yes, the show. Oh. Yeah. Because I literally, I, so I'm re-listening to the first audiobook, and I just got to the point where Loyal is like, listens to Rand's story, and he's like, Taviran. And Rand is like, I bless you? Like. Huh. I guess yeah. for, I, that's one of those things for the show that like is such a small change that it doesn't really matter. No, I don't think it, I don't think it really matters because they don't have time to flesh out everything. Like and it allows does. it allows them to yeah it allows them to introduce the idea of Tiveran earlier, which gives the audience more time to spend with it and get used to it. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. And honestly, would you want to add that dialogue into the loyal stuff when the, you, at that point you're in the second half of the season and you're well, trying so to much. like get to the finale? That's the thing. There's so yeah. much going on. They have to condense somehow. Um. So Matt, uh, they fight a little bit. Oh, that's that's in this chapter. Um, and then 
Severe and have a tell. That's very we we kind of learn in this meeting with between Matt and Egwene that Egwene isn't interested in just immediately bringing the Saladar Isadai to be with Rand, which I found fascinating. I really yeah. thought that her being installed as the Amarillin seat would mean that she because her and Rand were um were so close and have been working together for so long now and have been fighting side by side that she would get there and be like, all right, I'm taking over and now we are going to work with Rand. But it seems that like she became the Emerlin seat and was like, I know I spent the last like year fighting side by side with him, but uh, now I've got my own thing going on, and I'm a little like, hey, hey, Egwene, uh, Tommy Gaiden's coming, and I feel like now's not the time for you to have your own thing going on. So okay, so what I think it is, mm-hmm. honestly, is that Egwene knows that Egwene at this point knows the prophecies, and that Rand has to be the one to you know. Do the thingy. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this point, to, to, to do, do the, the thingy. thingy. Um, Guys, we are professional podcasters. <laughs> not me. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> I just show up every morning. Yeah, you know how uh, that, that series, Wheel of Time, where Rand has to do the thingy. The thingy, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Kevin, thank you for that super chat. I love, I, love how, how, I love how Matt treats Egwene when they meet in the woods before heading off to... Oh, before... Yes. We will get to that, Kevin. We will in get the, to that. In that next chapter, I agree. Um, Dan Iron, thank you for that super chat. What y'all think about Mazram Tame Ashaman? We will get we to will it. We will get there. We will I get promise. to it. I promise you guys, um, we're doing the whole show. It's going to be two and a half hours. You're going to love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think what is happening, this is my guess, is that mm-hmm. Egwene is like, okay, I know that eventually we're going to have to team up <clears> with Rand, <throat> but... I am the youngest Aes Sedai in, or, or, I'm, yeah, super young Aes Sedai, youngest Amerlin in the history of, uh, ever. Um, and people still think that they can manipulate me. I think that Egwene is trying to get a handle on the Saladar Aes Sedai before mm-hmm. she has them just go join Ren, right? Because there are a lot of people who are still very suspicious of him. Uh, there are a lot of people who are suspicious of her. And she, I think that she's trying to prevent... Not exactly a coup, but like descent within the ranks of the Aes Sedai, right? The tower's already broken in half. Mm-hmm. If that one half is in shambles, it is much less powerful. And I think that she feels like she needs to prove herself to them and also prove Rand to them. I, and I think she is also very cautious of Rand. Like, I think that that is the end goal to get there, but I yeah. think she feels like she has to get her footing first. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, everyone's trying to manipulate her right now, and she has very few people that she can trust. So that's what I think is happening. I, I guess, I, and I think that this is Matt kind of messing this up, honestly. Matt does mess it but up. But yeah. I think that if Matt had come in and be like, I I need, I need Elaine to come with me because Andor is getting ripped apart right now. Matt does not do a good job of explaining Matt, that. But, and this is my, and, and I think that you're right. I think yeah. that I'm, what I'm putting on Egwene isn't on Egwene. It's on Matt. Mm-hmm. Because I think that if Matt had come in, oh, Glenn Clinton, thank you for that super chat, could say that you're dedicated. Thank you, Glenn. We are dedicated. We should get pins. We should get pins. Um, I, I think that if Matt had come in and been like, hey, Andor is falling apart. The only thing that can save it is if Elaine can get on the Iron Throne and um, unite everyone again. Yeah. This would have gone very differently. And, I agree. But And so I think that's where I'm like, Egwene, like, no, you guys, Elaine has to go <laughs> become the Queen of Andor so that you can, like, stop this civil war from happening. Yes. Now, the bowl, definitely important. Definitely important. Even if Matt was like, hey, I need, this is what's happening and was very straightforward about it, I still think they would have to go get the bowl first because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, whatever, they can now basically travel, so Caleb Tatro, thank you for that super chat. Thank Moral of the, the story, uh, Black Aja is the deep state, uh, the Haller insider trading Congress people, and the Amelin is either senile or an egomaniac. Nice. 
Uh, we're all screwed. <laughs> Gotta love real world politics uh, in our fantasy shows. Oh, the Lion Throne. You said the Iron Throne. Very funny. Uh, they sound so similar. Ba, 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 ba. Guys, House of the Dragon comes out in two days, okay? House of the Dragon starts in two days. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Get, get on my level, chat. My level is here. Get the fuck on my level. You don't know what level they're at. It could be over 9,000. On my level, chat. Or above. You can be on top uh, of me if you want, chat. But wait, what? <laughs> what? I don't know. There's there's a couple hundred people here. That that might... That I'm might a big a boy. Okay, all I'll right. I'll make it work. Uh-huh. I've been to some weird orgies. Uh, so... No, okay, I do think that the the driving the point home, Matt screwed up by not being completely candid and straightforward with what was going on here. He's just like, no, mm-hmm. I have to get Elaine back. The, 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 maybe Matt doesn't uh, fully understand the direness of the situation, but I feel like Rand told him. I, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, that's all messed up, because I agree. I think Elaine has to be an Andor for Rand to be able to continue on to do his thing, you know? I love that people are calling House of the Dragon Hot D. Hottie. Yeah, Matt is kind of an idiot. Matt Matt messes all of this up, honestly. Like, he He's, comes in too yeah. hot. He makes assumptions. He doesn't ask a single question. Yes. Like, he really... Matt messes this up in so many ways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he's... But he's Matt. And so we love him... But like, God, you know, it's it's it's. It, but he he really does. He he fucks all of this up. Yeah, he's a complicated character to me. But also, the girls do, don't communicate well, and it's going to lead to problems. I think Abu Dar. I think the Abu Dar situation is going to be a clusterfuck, and it's a hundred percent going to be because Matt and the boys don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's because they didn't communicate between one another. Yeah. Like their their camp has a literal divide in it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. No, it's it's gonna shit is gonna hit the fan. But they are gonna successfully get the bowl, and they are gonna successfully fix the weather because otherwise this series ends because everyone dies of starvation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's a there's yeah. a point where like the the climate is so bad that they're going to lose next year's crops, and the, like the, the the if if the the dark one doesn't need to fight, right? If the dark one can just keep the weather this bad, it, that's the end game. Yeah. You starve all the people and... Uh, Maybe the Aiel survive, but no one else does. <laughs> That's true. The on, Only the Aiel are left. Yeah. Um, sh- shit needs uh. water to grow, guys. If it never rains... Look, it's <laughs> California. Um, wow. Uh, oh, what were God. we talking about? Dragon Sworn. Mm-hmm. No, we're talking about how Matt uh, gets really pissy and leaves the meeting. Well, there is also that, that Saladar thinks that Matt is leading... Dragon Sworn, who are, mm-hmm. like, wreaking havoc across the countryside. And yeah. Matt could be like, no, mm-hmm. we're not. But instead, he's super wishy-washy about it. And I'm like, god damn it. It, is, yeah. it is really impressive to me, actually thinking about it, how much uh, Lord of Chaos... No, no, how much Lord of Chaos is a metaphor for uh, global warming, written pre... Um, uh, pre-2000. Inconvenient Truth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Robert Jordan really crushed the global warming metaphor uh, before it was really even like a... Uh, it was a conversation in the scientific community, but like before it was like a public conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In he a big knew. way. He, just he knew. He got that big brain. We should, uh, we should uh, get people to read this book, <laughs> guys. Truly. Th- that is our mission now. I am uh, my, my goal is to get Congress to read The Lord of Chaos. Good job. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> definitely going to happen. happen. Uh, <laughs> they don't read. So anyways... They get ready to go. Well, actually, Matt, Matt goes dancing, mm-hmm. 
And uh, basically 90% of the uh, Aes Sedai in Saladar ask him to be their warder. Well, before we get to that, um, let, let's talk about the end of this meeting. Because Matt, okay, Matt, okay, Matt becomes pissy. He dips out. Yes. And then the he girls are like, hmm. how can we use him? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and they're like, well, what if we like took him to Ebu Dar? And then he was like, we can't do that. And he's like, no, but like, what if we did it just to like mess with him? It would be so funny to like be a dick to, to Matt by like taking him with us. And I was like, can, can you guys just say that it'd be nice to have him with you? Yeah. Just for once. God damn it. But I do. But then the scheme that they came up with to convince everybody that Matt showing up makes them have to move out of Saladar faster. Good job, Egwene. Smart. Very smart. I dig that a lot. And yes. I, I don't. I don't. Egwene's complicated, but like in, in Lord of Chaos, Egwene. She's an very awesome smart. character. Big brain. Um, Sand, thank you for rejoining the Nargs. Welcome back to the Nargs. Uh, you are assuming that the I said I would take anything Matt says seriously. True. There. And Glenn, Kulanananananan, uh, A Song of Ice and Fire is a global warming metaphor too in a lot of ways. That is very true. Yeah, yeah. Very true. So is, uh, well, it's not exactly uh, global warming, I guess, but um, even The Lord of the Rings was. I mean, that was more a metaphor about World War II and like how, and evil and, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, but like, it's, it's one of those things where there's always that like reflection of real world stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Evil. <laughs> Um, Industrialization, yeah, that yeah. which then led to global warming. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so they're connected. The consequences of our actions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. So we sweat yeah. it out in this room. Let's get off this topic. Let's move on to um, Shariam walks in. Yes. Shariam does not knock because she's like, I'm the motherfucking keeper. I'm the real power here, even though she doesn't realize she has she's, zero power. She is, yeah. Mm -hmm. Shariam is a fiddle and Egwene is playing her. Yep. Egwene is just like oh, strumming yeah. all over her strings. It's great. I think that, and I here's the thing, I think Shariam is going to be a good keeper once they, um, once, once everybody learns to actually listen to and respect Egwene and stop trying to manipulate her. Yeah. I, I, I think she, no, I, I think so. I don't know. I don't know how long Egwene's going to be the Amberlynn seat for. Okay. I don't know. She might be all the way to the end. I have a feeling that once they unite the tower, some shit's going to go down. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have a feeling. Uh, I, but I, I do, I really appreciate Swan. Swan's influence on Egwene is so apparent all the time. Mm -hmm. It's such a fun part of the politics of Saladar. Is Swan being like, hey, um... Romanda, Lelaine, and Shariam are these three factions that we're going to play each other off. And you have these four girls, or, well, five with Leanne. Mm -hmm. And they're like, all right, they're plotting everything. They're working together constantly to pull these three factions uh, either um, towards what they want mm -hmm. or in random directions just to throw them off so that they don't yes. get in the way of what they want. Or, or yeah, to, to, to be like, that person wants this. Okay, well, if they want that, then I want the opposite, you know? Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm really enjoying it. I think, um, I, I think that it's really impressive the way that Robert Jordan has managed to write the politics of Saladar, mm -hmm. considering how much I disliked the politics of the White Tower when we were there. Yeah. This version of it, I'm I'm really enjoying. And I'm kind of sad that they're leaving Saladar now because I've been enjoying these scenes a lot. And I'm mm -hmm. like, the, I, the on the road stuff is sometimes a little bit repetitive with Robert yeah. Jordan's writing. We'll see how that goes, yeah. Uh, Kong Pao Sandwich, thank you for joining the Nards. Thank you. Welcome to the Nerd Table. Thank you so much. Um... Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm definitely liking the, the especially from like Egwene's perspective and how like she's getting um, Elaine and Nynaeve to like help her out and plant the seeds and it's it's very very cool. 
Yeah. And so um, we get a, a, another chapter here in Saladar mm-hmm. called Unexpected Laughter. Oh, uh, at the end of the chapter, they decide they're going to move north towards Tarvalon. Yeah, yeah. Because that's their kind of option. I don't think that's going to happen in this book, though. I, I have no idea where we're going. But. Yeah. Uh, so Matt is like, all right, well, I'm going to stay here until they realize I'm right and they let me sneak them out. Um, not realizing he is being manipulated. What? Uh, like everyone else. And so um, he he walks around and talks to people. Uh, he tries to talk to Nynaeve again, but she starts running away from him because Nynaeve has a healthy way of interacting with the people in her life. I love that later on Nynaeve is like, well, I wasn't being that obvious. And she's literally hiding from him, like sees him and runs the other direction. And I'm like, how is that not? Or he's like staring at him over a horse and then dipping down. Like it's like are you twelve? It's it's like when I not even twelve. Are you five? Like, I I I used to like be like my a friend in New York. She was like a full time babysitter, mm-hmm. um, uh, and she was like getting her degree in like child development and stuff. And so she like would take care of kids a lot. And then I was one of her backups. So like mm-hmm. if she couldn't do a gig, she would call me. And I remember there was this family that I would take care of so, every once in a while because the little boy was. Um, very very on the spectrum mm-hmm. uh and he was like five but he loved me mm-hmm. and so it was hard to find backup babysitters for the family because he was really like he was difficult to work with yeah yeah, um, for sure and he had an older sister who was like 12 mm-hmm. and was just kind of at that age where she was like oh, you're a boy and would like i would be like playing transformers with the little boy and she would like be like peering at me around couches yeah, 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 yeah. and like wouldn't want me to know that she was looking at me and you're like <laughs> Like, and that that is how I picture Nynaeve in these scenes. She's a 12-year-old girl looking yeah. at a boy for the first time being like... <gasps> yeah, no, I... It's so... It, it's Yeah, it does feel so, like, childish to me that I'm like... Yeah, Nynaeve is the most un, unself-aware person, a character I have ever encountered, ever. Um... <laughs> What? Our mods are roasting me right now. Takuna says, uh, you know, I'm not all surprised Nerdy is great with kids. And uh, Sex Monkey says it's because he is one. Yeah. 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 It's because, it's because, um, uh, it's because like five to eight year old boys and I have the same interests. Yeah. Star Wars, Transformers, and Batman. Yeah. 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 So you, you have things to relate about. Yeah. 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 I'm like, action figures, let's play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, god damn it. Um. And, and boobs. And boobs. Well, uh, no, five to eight-year-old boys? No, that's a little bit older. Ah, uh, fair enough. Yeah, and yeah, And younger. But, but boys. You, it, once you get to, like, 12, definitely <laughs> yeah, yeah. boobs. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm, like, I, I have four younger siblings. So, yeah. for me, like, uh, I, I, like, I, I spent a lot of time being, like, the oldest person in the house taking mm-hmm. care of my kids growing up, just because it's how my it is. My kids! Taking care of my kids. Yeah. And so, I, I don't know. I just am used to it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, he, Matt Matt tells the the band of the Red Hand not to get into any fights and to yep. stay away for a couple days. Yeah. It'll be fine. It will not be fine, I'm sure. Uh. We uh, we cut over to... It's, it's time to get into uh, this week in Robert Jordan Makes a Woman Take Her Clothes Off uh, for Another Woman. Um... Which seems to be a trend lately. What? Elaine goes looking for Avienda and finds her with a bunch of Aes Sedai. Uh, Who are like, you know you can channel, right? And they're like, oh, she's going to be a novice by sundown. And I'm like, fuck no. She's going to stab one of you guys if you try to make her a novice. Yeah. Um, and Elaine walks in and very quickly goes, 
boop, boop, boop. Okay, I'm the most powerful person here. Avienda, come with me. Ladies, don't talk to me. I have a bigger dick than you guys do. Yeah, okay. We're going to get to a part that we're going to talk about that uh, I hate. I hate this, like, new idea that, like, I'm more powerful in the room and so I have seniority. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's so cringy to me because even Egwene says in, like, one of the previous chapters that um, Soralia is, like, very weak with the power. But, she, like, people listen to her. Like, she she's put in the work. She's smart. She is capable. Like, she has experience. And oh. I'm like, so even if that person is a dumbass, you still have to defer to them because they can lift a bigger rock than you. It's like judging by arm wrestling. I want to be very clear. Yeah. The ideal power structure uh -huh. makes infinitely more sense than the Isodai power structure. Yes. The Aiel, yes. the Aiel makes sense to me. They're crazy, but they make sense to me. The Isodai don't. This yeah. is nonsense. I also don't it just it, it felt like it just kind of was like it kind of came out of nowhere. Almost nowhere. There had been mention of it a single time, I think in like If they had book, but like and this is this goes back to my problem with the Great Hunt. And why the mm -hmm. Great Hunt really is not my is my least favorite of these books mm -hmm. is cuz the Great Hunt had the had the chance to set all of this stuff up mm -hmm. by having the girls learn a little bit about the Aes Sedai in the tower. Yeah. Because if the girls had learned about this power difference thing in book two, yeah. and it was just set up when they're at the White Tower, they learn about this, this is a culture of the Aes Sedai, yeah. it would make more sense here. Yeah. What's weird for me as a reader is that we had time in the tower where we never heard about this. Yeah. And it was never brought up. And then we read back, we read a few books later, and suddenly there's this very important, generally understood element of Aes Sedai culture Which that is, we've yeah. never heard about before, despite the fact that we've spent five full books with Aes Sedai at this point. Yeah. And that's what's so strange to me. And also that the, that there's this power structure that's based on how much power that you have. Yeah. But the Amerlin doesn't have to be the most powerful person. Yeah. Like that's very weird to me. It is all very weird to me, and I, I, I'm, I don't like it. Um, intrinsical. They weren't novices. I said I don't tell novices about. I said I politics. So wait, they learned about this two days ago. You would no, 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 no. You would teach the novices this. You have to. Here's the thing: if you're going to ingratiate people into your cult, you have to teach them about the cult to do so. Metheny, thank you for that Metheny. chat. Oh so I blame the cat. I love how RJ builds up the Aes Sedai at the beginning, then dismantles them to the point where they would fit into a middle school movie rather than high school. <laughs> honestly, yeah. though, honestly, it's it's literally who can arm wrestle the best. Yeah. And I, I just, I don't like it. If Yeah. The fact that, like, they didn't find out until they were Aes Sedai, like, two days ago, that seems super silly. It, that it, makes it even more silly. It's, it's not a problem... It's not necessarily a problem, right? It's just that the the rules I don't I, they, I don't like them because it allows for characters to just kind of walk into scenes and do what they want, but without without any justification. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like it could have been set up in a way that would have made me appreciate it more. Yeah. Than the way that they chose to do it here. Yeah. Uh, Cole Sanders, thank you. Welcome to the nerd table. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, the, I said I don't learn about to their eyes. I said I, I think that that makes it even more silly, to be honest. But, yeah. Yeah, and it's this weird, like, super, like, unspoken thing almost. Like, if you're going to do it this way, at least have a freaking whiteboard in the middle of the tower so you can, who's at the top and then who, like. Caleb Tatro, thank you for that super chat. Uh, thank you, Caleb. Is a Scientologist don't get the magic book of secrets until they level up. The, okay, okay. 
But this is my point. If so the comparison that you have to make is Scientology, you have a problematic power structure. Yeah, that's a big ol' yikes. You're right. That's the problem. Yeah. I, you know what? I actually think that Scientology is a great comparison for the Aes Sedai. And that's all I'll say about that. Because th those Scientologists are scary. I don't want to end up on that cruise ship. Uh, that place is a nightmare. Yeah, no. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you, Sex Monkey. God damn it. Um, we have porn. <laughs> porn in the chat. So, oh. porn in the chat. Guys, they heard about our smut corner. <laughs> we really shouldn't ban the porn bots. If anything, this should be a safe chat for them, considering the shit we talk about. Guys, it's safe space for porn bots. Do not click on those links, though. Please, please, please people. I Don't, do not want you to get a... They will steal your information. Um, Randall Moore, thank you for Rich, joining the Nards. Welcome back to the nerd table. Uh, oh please my God. do not, please do not blow up your phone. Do not use all your data. This yeah, yeah. video will be here for you to watch later. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. Um... <laughs> Okay, so um, Elaine finds Avienda, uses the fact that she has a bigger dick than the rest of the girls yeah. to pull Avienda out of the room. But thankfully, Morel wasn't there because if Morel was there, even though she's not more powerful than Elaine, she is the leader of that Aja. And so she can't, whatever. So she pulls yeah. Avienda away and Avienda's like, thank you so much. They go back to Elaine's room mm -hmm. and um, Avienda takes off all her clothes, bends over and says, spank me. <laughs> No, no, no. She says, spank me or stab me. It's your choice. Oh, yeah. She pulls out a knife and is yes. like, oh, yeah, you can kill me. I fucked Ram. Yeah, yeah. She's been sharpening. And she does not beat her on the bush at all. She literally is like, I lay with Rand. You can choose which one to punish me with. And I'm like, uh, what? She's been sharpening this knife for the days that they've been riding towards here. And mm -hmm. this is where Matt thinks that she's going to slit her throat. And then she takes a, a branch and, like, um, strips it so that it's a switch. And is like, okay, you pick. And Elena's like, oh, maybe just a little bit. No, 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 a little bit. No, mm, nope. I'm like, oh my, this is about to get real kinky. Like, if you guys are gonna share Rand, you know. I know, but there's there's an element of this where I'm like, I Jeff Dennis is yelling that she has toe, and I know that she has a she has ten toes. We all have ten toes, <laughs> but uh, she has toe, uh -huh. and um, mm -hmm. uh, there's just part of me that I'm like, do I yell? really kill each other like this i mean i i guess if you consider if the ideal consider the toe towards a person for sleeping with their like person especially with they when they decide they promise like protect them or mm -hmm. whatever uh, maybe that i i think it's up to avienda i think avienda feels like the toe is that strong that she's like and, and you know elaine is like there you have no toe towards me it's fine um, but still, like that, yeah, that is that is intense. So uh, Elaine, at this point, thankfully, mm -hmm. has been, uh, you know, th really pondering the idea that she's gonna have to Stop. share Rand, mm -hmm. right? And so she's like, "Oh no, Avienda, it's okay. Um, I know that I'm gonna have to share him." Yes. Uh, I'm glad there it's is you. another. And there is another. And Avienda goes, "Oh, we're killing a bitch." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, who, who do we have to okay. kill? Yeah. Who? And I was like, Avienda. I'm like you. You you just got excited about sharing Rand with someone. Calm down, girl. She's like, oh, we cannot be first sisters unless I like her. And I'm like, oh. You're going to love well, Min. Min is the fucking best. Min is the best, guys. I tweeted it out in the middle of reading this. I was yeah. like, Min is best girl because. Oh, I'm not worried about, I'm not worried about Avian and Min at all. They're going to fucking love each other. Yes. They're going to be if, all up in each other's business. If not, we riot. Min yeah. and Avienda together is it's just too much hot. I can't handle it. I know. Uh, it's especially crazy. with that ample bosom, you know? Yeah. 
It's it's almost it's I almost feel bad for Elaine. Why? Because like Avian and Min are like so interesting, and Elaine is kind of like not boring, but like she been... she's a little basic white girl. Yeah. Her... If I was Rand, I'd be like, I I don't know. I've got these two like wild things and then i've got elaine who's just kind of like i want to bond you and make you swear oaths of fealty towards and i'm like i don't know that i would go for elaine in that situation yeah i would not either the most interesting part about elaine honestly is how she i i want to say manipulate even though i don't know if that's really the right word but Mm -hmm. like matt soldiers how she gets them to like respect and like admire her as a leader and she's been taught those like Yep, Queenly. except that they all resent her for it. Or at least Matt No, does. Matt does. The yeah. rest of them are, like, happy puppies to just be, like, get get a smile. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and I think true. I think that that is interesting about her. But, yeah, in terms of her relationship with Rand, eh, yeah, I think she is the less interesting of the three. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait for Min and Avienda to meet. I, 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 I'm so excited for this. Same. Because it's going to go poorly at first, and then they're going to realize how much they love one another. Wait. Have you read a Robert Jordan book before? What? What? Me? No, what? never. Um, and um, yeah, Elaine is like, okay, well, thank God it's at least not Barrelane. So there's that. I don't know. I feel like Barrelane would be a good part of that trio at this point. I didn't when we first met her, but now that we've seen the way that she's running shit in Kyrian, I'm kind of like, you know what? Barrelane Berlaine has grown on me a lot. She can run shit for sure. Like she's she's a horny girl. Yeah. But like... I worry, I worry she would be a little too much... Uh, I need all the attention, you know. Like I think I she would be the one that was like. I feel like Bear, I I I do. I feel like Bear Lane is fully on the like. No, oh no no no, sit on my face. Like let's go. Sit on my face. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. I feel like I, the fist. Yeah. You you don't you don't get to become the fist of Mayin without being a the little first, bit of a bisodai. The first. What did I say? The fist. She's probably into that too. Uh, Dead Iron, thank you so much for that super chat. Elaine can cook it. Elaine is. can cook though. Yes. That is true. No, I think I think Berlaine as a character is is great. I actually quite in, have enjoyed her in um, this book especially. But yeah. <laughs> Baka Akarn uh, says uh, Elaine is literally a princess and is a genius politically. I I'm not disagreeing with you. Mm-hmm. I've met royalty before. I've met like British noble people. Oh no no, I, this okay. is not a brag. <laughs> They're kind of boring people. Uh-huh. Like they're so caught up in what's proper mm-hmm. that being around them is kind of exhausting. Yes, I think that, the, that. I think that my past experiences with people who have that kind of wealth and status has led me to be like, I don't want to date a princess. Y'all are exhausting. Here's the thing. I I that's why I don't think Elaine is not an interesting character. I just think in terms of the trio in that relationship, she would be number three. Like, Oh, no, I love Elaine as a character. Yeah, I love reading yeah. about her. I just wouldn't date her personally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, Jenny Bell says, I've been reading a book about the Iroquois, and it's amazing how many parallels I can find between the Aiel and First Nations culture. Really? That's dope. Cool. It's one of, uh, it's a good uh, Civ to play in Civ Five. Yeah, it's kind of the exact opposite of the Aiel culture in some ways. What? Well, they require are, are, are we're not uh, desert people, but desert. No, 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 no. But like uh, their their culture, not their like location. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Andreas says, uh, didn't you take the royals to one of your orgies? They might have thought that. You never know. They might have been able to like unwind a little bit, relax. Um, Glenn Cullinan says, have you ever met the princess of Canada? No, but I want to meet this new queen of Canada. But I think no. she's going to end up in prison before no. I get the chance. Do not know. 
No. What? Oh, come on. I would love to interview I her. I would absolutely not. You wouldn't not. sit down and on... Can you imagine how good it would be for our channel to interview that woman and be like, hi, you, what? You're insane. If you don't know who the Queen of Canada is, uh, go look her up. She's, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, it's a little Trumpy though, so like be careful, but it, it is, it is nuts. Yes. Um. Yes, yes. Uh, canonically now, Bear Lane is the fist of Maine. So, uh, I, I, I hope you're happy. So, can I reveal something? Yes. I thought it was fist the whole time. I, that wasn't, I, I've, I've. It, I, that wasn't me, like, misspeaking this time. I thought she was the fist of Mayin this whole time. Mm -hmm. I thought that was, like, her, like, position. Mm -hmm. I thought they called her the fist of Mayin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I love you so much. <laughs> uh, I don't know why it would be... I like fist, though. Because I, 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 it makes sense to me. Because I was like, oh, the leader of Mayin is this, like, strong shield is against... Is fist? Yeah, is, is this, like, shield against Tyr, right? And is this, like, it's... Oh, the thirst of Mayin. We did make that joke. By yes. naming her the fist of Mayin, mm -hmm. it's, like, standing up to Tyr and being like, no, our leader's strong and, you know? Uh, guys, petition... It made sense in my head, guys. Guys, petition to, to reprint the books. Uh, I think it's worth it, honestly. Uh, to be fair, first and fist, sometimes I even, I, I'm not dyslexic and I'm like, what? I have to double check. That is, that is a tough one. Guys, I thought, I liked fist. I thought it was cool. We'll keep calling him a fist <clears throat> of Maine. <throat> and you, they know. That's all that matters. Oh, Trollic army groups are called fists too. Yes. That's right. Yeah, yeah, That's immediately what I was thinking. <clears throat> it's like, uh. All right. Um, let's, uh, the, the, the. Oh, oh, uh, Avienda's like, uh, I guess, I guess we can meet May, uh, Min and we'll see if, like, we're first sisters and then we'll be a three. And then we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Glenn Clennon and, like, the fist of the first men in A Song of Ice and Fire. See, there's fists, there's fists in multiple things that are leaders. So I, many fists. Lots of yeah. fists. Guys, we're not at Smut Corner yet, but, uh. Ooh. Oh, my God. I'm going to fist the first. Um, okay. Uh, so <laughs> we cut over to Kamlin and guess who it is? Best girl, Min. 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 Motherfucking Min has arrived in Camelin. And she's ready to just sit all over Rand's knees. Yes. Just both of them. Sit both on knees. that knee, give him a little kiss, a little grind. I'm like, girl, wow, <laughs> okay. Uh, so she leaves um, She leaves the Aes Sedai behind. Uh, mm -hmm. And she she rushes forward to Rand. Uh, they, she's talked with the Aes Sedai about this. This is the plan. She's supposed to like smooth Soften things over with mm -hmm. between the Aes Sedai and Rand, mm -hmm. uh, who because the Aes Sedai showed up with nine, yeah, and Alana and Avarin makes eleven, yep. which is uh risky, too many. It's risky business. Mm -hmm. And so Min uh, Min goes to the castle and she's like, "Hi, I'm Min. Uh, Randall Thor is gonna want to see me." And, and they're, they're like, like "Yeah, you better okay. or we'll kill you." And like, I was like, "Really? All you have to do is say Rand wants to see me, and they let you in." Yeah, I guess so. I was I was a little surprised. I was a, well, no, they go ask him. They tell him, and he's like, "Oh yes," but like they were, they're like, "Oh, you know Rand? All right. Well, if you don't, we're gonna basically kill you." So I feel like that's enough to like, if you didn't actually know Rand, you'd be like, "Actually, I'm leaving. Goodbye." Yeah, no, no. I, I just uh, there was a part of me that was like, 
I, how many people come up and are like, Randy, I need to see Rand though yeah, every yeah. day, right? Uh, Brad, thank you for that super chat. Thank you so much. I want to send a, a shout out to my favorite guy, Aiman, Gaul. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think he catches enough love. So to the fans of Gaul in the chat, I see you. Yes. I salute you. I knuckle my forehead at you. I knuckle. Uh, yeah, what is that? I don't, I don't know. know what knuckling your forehead Every is. time I think about it, I'm like, what is this? See, I thought it might have been like knuckling like that maybe or... I don't, I literally, like, I have no idea. They talk about it all the time, and I'm yeah. like, what is this gesture? I'm like, I just, I picture this now, because I don't, I well, don't. Well, because I know it's meant to be a salute. Like, is is it that, maybe? Like, what is, yeah, I don't know. I, it, it's yeah. such a, I, I can't, I don't, I don't, yeah, knuckling if a forehead. If anyone has, is, like, a video of someone knuckling a forehead, please send that to me so yeah, I can know what it is. So that I know what it actually looks like. Uh, it's a salute with a closed fist. Okay. Okay, all right. Um, Cool. Uh, so, uh, the maidens are like, all right, cool. Uh, so they open the door. She gets all the way to the door. Mm -hmm. Rand's meeting with some nobles and the door opens and she like moves really quickly to, cause she's like, oh, is he in there? And the Aiel are like, she's moving really quickly. And I was like, guys, chill. It's fine. It's, 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 it's going to be okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and she sees Rand and she's like, oh my God, he's so fucking hot. She just is, she's a gushing river of moisture down below. Yeah, she's like, God, I used to make fun of girls who were in love all the time, and look at me. Look at me now. So Rand sends everyone away, because uh -huh. she's like, get the fuck out of here. Min? Yeah, and, and he's he, like, Min! Oh my God. This I is, loved this. This is how a woman should be received in court. Yes. A yes. hot dude running at her full or like sprinting, lifting, mm -hmm. spinning. Oh, so good. It was uh, this was such a really nice like refresher because Rand with everybody else is yeah. always on the fence on his toes, uh, manipulate like scheming like doesn't really know what to do about people. 100%. And with Manny, he's just he's, he's so sweet and like human again. Yeah. Yeah, and I loved it. It's fun cuz what I like about his relationship with Min is that he never talks about using her. Yeah. She's like the one person, and he kind of does a little bit with her viewings. He yeah, does. But he never like pushes or, mm -hmm. or asks, right? But he does it within her boundaries. And like, if I had to be like, who's the best person for Rand in these books? Mm -hmm. Min is like the right partner. I know that he's gonna have three, and you know it's gonna work out that way. But if I if I was like, which of the three should Rand be with? Yeah, I would be like Min because he yeah. he he treats Min like a person, yeah. and not like a goal. Yes. Like he does with Elaine. And uh, him and Avienda, their whole relationship is just like complicated. Very complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For more, sure. more than I would want to deal with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so Min has arrived, which means it's a good time for you to like this video. Because Min best girl. Yeah. So press the if like If you button. like Min, like the video. Like that smash button. Yeah. If you like Gaul, like the video. Yeah. And go to audibletrial.com slash nerdynightly to get a free audiobook where you can hear other people say the word Min over and over and over again as they read this book out loud to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, Sulin enters with some wine, um, poorly. She's terrible at her job. Yes. Sulin is really bad at but this. But it's very funny. And I love that Rand is like, well, I helped the best way I could, because now she doesn't have to scrub floors, but she has to do whatever the fuck I tell her to do. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, interesting. I don't know if, uh, Sulin would view that as, uh, better, but, Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I, I don't, don't think she does. She, I she think does. she would rather be scrubbing. Floors. I think that once she is no longer in this like sub Gaishan position, Sulin is going to spank the shit out of Rand for all of this. Uh, yeah, I would like that. She's gonna be like, you have toe to me for yeah. how you made me use my toe for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they're just gonna do toe stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> toe stuff? Okay. So um, Min um, 
Min is like, hey, the Aes Sedai sent me. And he's like, all right, well, here, tell them they can't come here, yada, yada, yada. She's like, they want to come one at a time until you're ready. She's like, no, 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 he's send like, three. three. I can handle three. Three is My fine. big boy. I got lots of side din in me, okay? Uh, and he's like, tell them if they if they even try and touch Sidar. I will know. I will know. And shit will go down. Yeah. And that, it's funny, none of the I said I believe that he can tell. Mm-hmm. I wonder, is that, is that just a Rand thing? Uh, I don't know. Or do you think that that could be taught or learned? I don't know. I think it can be taught. Because I, so I, like I said, I have been like re-listening to the first book. Yeah. And there are definitely times when like Rand skin prickles. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, like yeah. things happen. And sure. uh Yeah, I wonder if it's a Rand thing or if it's like a skill or like a talent or whatever it is. And I wonder if it can go the other way around. Oh, I'm sure it will eventually. Yeah. yeah. Um, it might, maybe it's one of the talents or whatever. <laughs> Uh, Ember Eyes says, the magic ghost in my head says three is okay, which is true. Yeah, literally. Um, at which point Min is like, hey, I'm a woman. And Rand is like, you're not a woman. You're my friend. Yeah, and she's and like. she's like. Guys, that's the worst thing you can say. She folds her arm under her massive tits and like, just bounces them at him. And he's like, oh, I'm wow. I'm not a woman. And then she sits in his lap. Yeah, she sits in his lap. She, like, blinks up at him through her lashes and literally kisses him before she leaves. And I was like... Yeah. And and Rand is like, look, th- this is a joke, but she's taking it kind of far. I'm like, yeah, Rand, it's a joke. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this joke where she sits in my lap every time she's here, but I like it because I'm erect. Yeah, and Rand is so oblivious. My dick is so hard. Fair. It's Min. Guys. Um, Min, best girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melaine shows up, uh, the wise one, while, uh, Min is just sitting in his lap, and Rand is like, oh no, the Aiel are gonna know that I'm cheating on Avienda, even though I was cheating on Elaine with Avienda, my life is very complicated right now. Uh, but Min just sits there, Mm -hmm. and uh, Melaine is like, yo, Egwene left for Saladar, and Rand's like, yeah, I I know. And they're like, okay. Okay, Um, yeah. Um, and then she's like, oh, also the Aes Sedai are here, and he's like, yeah, Min just told me, and she's like, well, God damn, I wasn't very useful here. Yeah. Um, and then Min is like, hey, girl, you're going to have twins. And then they have this, like, bonding moment. And I was like, this is actually really cute. Yeah. At first I was like, oh, this is a weird, like, aside thing. But, like, they're kind of, like, at odds with one another because, you know, they think that Avienda, they're like, oh, Avienda's gone and Rand immediately is, like, taking another lover. Um, but then, yeah, Min is, like, sleeping. She's like, babies. And she's like, what? Like, I would say what too. What did you just say? No, that's she's like half asleep and like murmuring. No, she's she. Her eyes are open. She has to look at her. She doesn't like see it. I thought she was literally falling asleep on Rand's chest and was like, "You're pregnant." No, <laughs> she's she's looking at her because she has to do the viewing. I just I thought nah, I don't know. Her whole her whole thing is she has to look at people. That's like how her skill works. I literally imagined like in Nemo when Dory's sleeping, she's like, "See, monkey stole my money." Like that's what I picture. Which is so weird because how would a fish know about sea monkeys? Oh, the, the, uh, these are not the questions we can. They're answer shrimp. On this podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's so strange. Yeah. I yeah, I thought she was literally. <laughs> You're pregnant. <falling> <laughs> pregnant. 
Um, yeah, so you're gonna have twin daughters, like mirrors. Yeah. Um, which is cool, because she's like, oh shit. Um, first of all, Min, you're super chill now. Thank you for telling me about the twins. They're like, wow, that's rad. Second of all, how do you know that? And Rand is like, just tell her, but ask for uh, her to promise not to say anything, because I yield don't break promises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was- Your secret is safe. The second really cool thing about the scene, I feel like Min is going to become like a pseudo maiden of the spear. Or like wise one, almost. Oh, actually, that makes more sense. Because yeah, not yeah, all yeah. the wise ones can channel, right? But she does have this, like, special thing. I don't know if... I don't know how Min would feel about going through the, like, training process for that. No, I'm not saying she's going to be an actual one. I but, think that she's yeah. going to be, like, taken in by them as, like, one of their... Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Especially because now, like, they they have this kind of, like, bond. And I love how she's like, I need to go tell Bale uh, because he will get jealous if Randall Thor is the first one to know. And I was like, you know what? Fair. That's, mm-hmm. that's fair. Just go tell him what happened. Um, and so, uh, she leaves, and, uh, so Rand is just sitting there with Min on his lap, and he's like, cool. Right, this is not awkward at all. My unfortunate erection. (laughs) Um, chapter 42, the Black Tower. Guys, guys, I tweeted, or no, I, I messaged the Discord about this. I fucking... I accidentally got this so right. Because well, we were talking about the boys, right? This is weeks ago. Go back in the podcast. Not the Don't show go back the boys, in the podcast. The, the boy channelers. This podcast is too long for you to re-listen to episodes. It's two and a half mm-hmm. hours. But <laughs> do not do not listen to our show more than once. Um, or have it on repeat. Either way. Uh, uh, oh I was God. like, oh, it's like the B-side You're like, yeah. of an album. Yeah. It's like the B Tower, mm-hmm. and it's the fucking Black Tower, mm-hmm. and I feel like Robert Jordan is like, like beaming shit into my brain sometimes. Uh huh. Because I'm like, how the how the fuck? No, that was great. Did but, I get this this one? Yeah, no, that that was great. The B Tower. I didn't call it the Black Tower, but you you know what? Close enough. Close enough. My only thing with the name, right, uh-huh. is that if the Black Aja are the bad guys. Yeah. Why would you name your shit the Black Tower if you're not going to be the bad guys? Yeah. Per- they probably will. Some of them be bad guys. Uh, you're pr- guys, apparently our predictions uh, s- stress out Sex Monkey. They stress out the mods because the mods are worried that people are going to like be like, no, you're no, right. I know. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. It's just very funny. Um, you guys talk at the first book about a Black Tower? Oh, did we? We don't even remember the shit we... Guys, I don't remember half yeah. the shit I've said on this show. When it makes... We've talked for over 60 hours on this yes, podcast. Yes, We uh, Guys, as soon as the camera is off, I forget the words that I said. Um, but yeah, it's it's the same with, like, the symbols. The yin and the yang and the white tower and the black tower. If you like the white tower, black tower, uh, yin-yang symbol, you can go to fourthwall.com slash nerdynightly uh, and get your, get your beanie dragon of the dragon. Beanie. Actually, I don't even think that that's the link. What is the link? Uh, it, no, it's weird because it's like for, it's, it's like nerdy nightly dash like fourth wall or something like that. I don't know. We're gonna drop a link for y'all. CJ, thank you so much for that super chat. There's the link, y'all, if you want to get that beanie. Thank you, monkey and Dakota. and the mods. Oh, Best you mods. guys, you guys are great. Thank Best you. Best mods. Uh, CJ, thank you for that super chat. Uh, super happy there is a place for the guys to die. The guys to die. We stand the guys to die. Yes. Um, I like the guys to die a lot, and we're about to meet them. Uh, Rand travels, um, oh no, um, Rand, uh, uh, asks if Min would like to go meet the, the male channelers. And she's like, absolutely like, no. not. You're, you, you can go do your crazy shit without me. I'll uh-huh. be back tomorrow and we'll, 
um, make out and um, I will grind on your dick a little bit more until you admit that I'm a woman. Um, Tarvak, I am listening to the Kramer audiobooks um, and some of those pronunciations. Tarvalin. Uh, they just call Loyal loyal. Really? Yeah, it's weird. I don't huh. like it. Huh. Uh, and so, um, Rand is like, uh, should I tell the, um, should I tell the, uh, Ayol? No, nah, I'm just gonna go. So he just goes to the farm. Yeah. And he, uh, steps through and he's like, yo, what's up, man? from Tame. I got some shit I got to announce. Uh, and then he looks around and he's like, holy shit, there's like a hundred people here. Yeah. Yeah. Tame's been he, doing a good ass job. He's like, oh, wow. He's people from over here and yeah. people from over here. And, and Tame is like, well, yeah, I don't even really do it myself now. I have a couple people that I trust to go do it. So. Which really speaks to how, how much time has been taking things in these books, right? Because I feel like this is, this is months of work. I would say a couple weeks. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't get know. this many people here? I would say like maybe maximum like. Or I guess like two months. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah, and and like yeah, the they're building done. new buildings. Like the the black tower is really growing really fast. And I, I like the idea that he's like not everyone is strong enough to to, uh, to open a traveling beacon, but enough of them are, and and we have enough responsible men who uh-huh. we who are weaker but can still go yeah. that we send them out in like pairs. Yeah. 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 And mm-hmm. honestly, like Master of Tame to me. <laughs> I'm like, god damn, dude. Like, Master of Tame is doing, like, half of Rand's job right now, and he's crushing it. This is the kind of general you need. Yeah. He gets shit done. Yeah. I like Master of Tame a lot. I have a feeling I'm not going to by the end of the book. I think Master of Tame is going to betray Rand very soon. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe he betrays him to the Aes Sedai. But the problem is, <clears throat> here's the thing. He knows he's Whoa! not. Whoa! <gasps> James Smith, what? Thank you for that super Thank chat. You so you guys are so very entertaining. Thank you. Thank Just you. jumping in to say hi while at work. I'll listen to you later. Thank you again. Of course, Jim Smith. Thank yeah, you, my friend. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it, it will live here forever until YouTube dies. Yeah. As um, long as Google lets it. Uh, Dead Iron, uh, pronunciation improves in the audiobooks? Oh, their pronunciation changes over time. Interesting. Oh, gotcha. Tame okay. would make a good CEO. Yeah, because you can't trust him. And I don't trust anyone who calls himself a CEO. <laughs> yeah, thank you for the super chats. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, 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 Maybe Tame won't know. You know what? Honestly, I think it won't be this book, but I think that Tame does betray Rand eventually. I think that he doesn't. And the really? only reason I think so is because Luce Theron hates him so hard that I'm like, it's too obvious. Hmm. Ooh, wait a second. Wait a gosh darn second. What if the Luce Theron voice that hates Mazram Tame isn't Luce Theron? What if it's the Dark One? Is a voice in Rand's head? No, no, no. But it's it's Luce Theron went mad from the Dark One's taint, right? So what if the voice that Rand is hearing is the Dark One and the or the Dark One infected Luce Theron, and so he hates I mean, Mazram yeah, Tame Luce because Theron is definitely crazy. The Dark One remembers Mazram Tame as a hero against him, right? And so like it's it's a red herring of they the. Robert Jordan wants you to think that because Luce Theron hates Mazram Tame, that Mazram Tame has like some evil secret. But the actual secret is that it is the Dark One that hates Mazram Tame, and Luce Theron, infected by the taint, is the one who is hating on Mazram Tame because of the taint, because of the Dark One's influence on Luce Theron. I definitely think that. <laughs> had the word taint in it too much, and I'm so too, sorry. Too much taint. I definitely think that Mazram Tame is definitely another person reincarnated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't. Otherwise, I don't think that Luce Theron would have such a strong reaction to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether or not it's that confusing, I don't know. 
Um, you know, Lucerne is obviously not well. Um, but yeah, I don't think that Mazram Tame is, is bad. I think that it's a red herring. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. Um, we'll find out. Maybe next week. Maybe not till next book. I don't even know. We don't know. Um, <clears throat> and so Rand basically pulls the black tar together. Um, uh, Glenn Pearson, thank you for that super chat. Glenn, thank What's you up? so Happy much. Happy Friday? Happy WFH. I don't know what WFH is. You're both right. Man equals best girl. Win is best girl. Yes. That is true. Thank you. What is WFH? Work from home. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> this is what happens when you... Thank you. When you own your own company, you don't understand any, like business stuff yeah because you're outside of it uh james thank you for that super chat also for the, mods. the mods yes let's freaking go we will split that two dollars among the mods <laughs> guys we have the best mods we do have the best we mods. cannot wait to take y'all out for dinner we pay them about like 30 cents wow each yeah wow hey look we got to compete with amazon okay those those competitive those competitive wages mm-hmm wow oh man um so uh ran basically steps up on tame's pedestal yeah his his announcement pedestal and he's like all right so welcome uh people of the black tower this is chill let's do this uh uh dakuna if you say the word unionize again um, i'm taking away your mod sword <laughs> this is i i am a union buster wow no don't 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 let anyone take that out of context. Guys, I, that is very much a joke. I'm literally a member of three unions. Yeah. Um, I pay I pay so much in union dues, guys, you don't even know. Um, no, unions are very important to the structure of society. I want to be clear about that. Uh, so he's like, yo, okay, so we got structure now. We got structure. Mm -hmm. Basically, here's how it's going to work. You're all soldiers. Yeah. But if you're good soldiers, you get to become the dedicated. Yeah. Which sounds like the most like emo like. Yeah, it's super grunge. Um, and so he like takes out this little sword thing. You get a pin. Yeah, and he 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 puts an enamel pin because uh, Randall Thor loves Comic Con. Uh, he puts an enamel it's pin. It's silver. Thank you. He talks about how the silversmith was like, no, you don't need to pay me for it. Please uh, let me work for you. And how the goldsmith was like, nah, fuck you. I charge you like five times my rate. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the, the, good scene, good scene. Yeah. Uh, so he pins the silver on, and then he's like, and those of you who are real good boys, if you're a good boy for me. You real good boy. You real good boy. You get to be Ashaman. Yeah. The Pokemon that Agumon, or the the the, the Digimon that a Agumon evolves into. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. He said Ashaman, and I was like, Digimon, digital monsters, <laughs> Digimon are the champions. Yeah, cool title. I think that like, and him explaining like where it comes mm -hmm. from as well. That they're the guardians. Really cool of I the like galaxy. Go oh my god! Yeah, we need a we need pins. Uga chaka, uga 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 chaka. Uh, and Mazram Tame is uh, upset about it. He looks like he's gonna shit himself. Yeah, um, I which I don't really get. Which is why it's such a like you have it's just words. Yeah, I, I, that's why, but this is why I think it's all kind of in Rand's head and then it's a red herring. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Like, I think him and Rand are going to come to blows, but not because Master of Team has done anything, but because Rand is, like, putting something on him, right? I think, I think they're going to come to blows because I think that Luce Theron Telmon is going to get control and him and Master of Team are going to fight and Master of Team is going to, like, push Luce Theron back and bring Rand back out. Ooh, that would be fun. Right? Okay. I think that, because Rand hasn't really admitted what's going on with Luce and him to anyone, and I think Mazram Tame is going to be the first person he admits that to. 
Well, because he notices. He's like, mm-hmm. he has a moment where he's like, you need to hold on. Yeah, yeah. he's you like, need, you need to stay sane a little bit longer. Like, I, I, Matt, Calm your shit. Tame knows, and I think Bashir kind of has an inkling of what's happening. Mm-hmm. But not that there's a dead man inside of his head. And the I.E.L. think that wetlanders are just so weird. <laughs> yes. Like, God, these wetlanders, man. Um, And so before he leaves, he's like, also, y'all, uh, try and be Ashman. It's going to be chill. There are a bunch of Aes Sedai in Camelon right now, so don't come to Camelon. Stay here. Yeah. Don't kill Aes Sedai unnecessarily. We're trying to figure that shit out. So like, Yeah, and Tame is like, if you don't want their blood on your hands, I can deal with it. And I was like, Oh my! Yeah, Tame, Tame is literally like, I can, uh, I could, I could like kill some of them. Deal with that. He's like, no, no, we're okay. Yeah, uh, we're, we're 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 cool right now. Glenn, thank you for that. <clears throat> but super chat. it's a little, it's a little tease for some shit that's about to go down. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, Ashman is the dope name. Next chapter. The Crown of Roses. Mm-hmm. Chapter forty-three. Y'all. Y'all. I fucking hate the Aes Sedai. <laughs> What? Why? I like some of the characters. I hate the Aes Sedai. So, yeah. um, uh, Marana, uh, they they are coming back from having met with Rand. We don't get to see the meeting, which I was a little bummed by. Me too, but we do get enough information about it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're super scared of Rand. Uh, they also are really they're they're so on their high horse that Rand can't tell when they're gonna channel. I know. And I'm like, why would you assume that? Yeah. Like, uh, just stop fucking assuming dumb sh- You don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, They why? don't know, right? Yeah. Like, They think that they're so above everybody else that there's no possible way. But they also know, they, they know that there are weird powers within the one power, right? Like, the I said I are aware that, of the fact that not everyone is the same within the one power. And they know that so much information has been lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? That they're rediscovering. Uh, Baka Akar, Baka, thank, Akar you thank you for the super chat. I think the the Kramer pronunciation of loyal is canon and the show deviated based on the Fayokoit loyal, well named for your nature is loyalty. I, I having loyal be his name, having, yeah, mm-hmm. loyal, I, it just makes it a little bit different enough and, and I, I prefer that. So I will be using that one. Glenn Peterson, thank you for the super chat. Uh, it seems like all my chat. Glenn peeps showed up strong today. Shout out Glenn's rule. Let's go. What's up, Glenn's <laughs> with the double N? All the Glenn's in chat, unite. But like, if I was the Aes Sedai, I'd be like, maybe he can, because I don't know. Yes. You, yeah, you would think... I just get frustrated. There's so many characters in this that I'm like, just stop. You don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't. I pr- I promise you, if you you'll you'll if you just had a little patience mm-hmm. and you weren't so far up your own ass. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And uh, you know they they. The uh, well, and the one the one in particular is like I almost just channeled to to test him, but I didn't. Yeah. It's like you dumbass. If she had, we the scene we would have seen the scene in a POV because oh yeah for sure it would have been bigger. Um, but I love that they know immediately that Min is in love with Rand. Oh yeah, they're like ah okay well I guess How we can't like not? trust her a hundred percent. But she's like, blushing, she's thrusting her arms up under her massive titties. She's just you know uh, sitting um, on his knee. <laughs> so uh, the I said I get back to the crown of roses and this is uh, we're gonna use the hard R word here. So I just wanna, I just wanna throw that out before we get to it. Mm-hmm. But Alana and Varen come in, and they're go, they're doing a breakdown of their meeting. And um, Marana is thinking, like she's like, you know, Alana, it, it basically raped Rand. Yes, she says it was akin to rape. Yes, um, which is basically what we talked about. Mm-hmm. We're like that. That's so messed up. And then at the end of her POV, she's like, if well, it had worked, I wouldn't have minded though. 
And that is where I, that's why I, nope I don't, I, this is where I'm like, uh, your nope moral structure sucks. Yep, garbage. If you're like, oh, man, Alana, I'm really upset that you raped Rand, but if it had worked, it would have been okay. Yep. Fucked up. Yeah, it's it's a weird. It's, it makes it makes me be like, no, let Varen be in control of this embassy because Marana well, don't like you anymore. And then she like weirdly tries to justify it, like, oh, well, Alana is just dealing with some stuff. So I guess maybe it wasn't actually akin to rape. And I was like, what am I reading? Like, I was yeah. like, what the fuck is going on right now? And I don't think that it is. Um, I'm not. This is not an, uh, a slight against Robert Jordan. I don't think that that's what he's trying to say. I do. No. I genuinely do think that he. He is using this to make it, to point out Marana's flaws. Like, yeah. he is making her a flawed character with this. Um, mm -hmm. And, but it, it really just made me be like, oh, okay, so Marana um, can suck a giant bag of dicks and yeah. fuck off. Uh, Caleb, thank you for that super chat. Yes, so many things lost. The scientific method was in lost in the breaking. breaking. Sure. So sad. And Anthony, welcome back to the nerd Welcome game. to Whoa. the Norgs. Uh, yeah, no, I hated that section. Cause mm -hmm. it, okay, but when I first started it, I was like, oh, Marana knows what's up. She's like, that was pretty yeah. awful. And I was like, okay, so what are they going to do with Alana? They're going to have to deal with her somehow. She can't just get away with it. And then they were like, oh, well, I guess it's not that bad. And I was like, what the fuck? And, well, and, and my problem with it is that their structure is that if Alana's actions against Rand, against his will, had blown back on them they would have been upset about it. Yeah. But it, because it doesn't really affect them, they're not going to do anything about it in this moment. Mm -hmm. And that is where you're like, well then, but if, if it's about you and it's not about the the aggrieved person, then you're a bad person. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, and and yeah, I it, it, it just makes this very hard to like parse through because yeah. they're, they are, they're, they're so selfish yeah. and they're so conceited and on their high horse that it just, it makes them awful. Yeah. 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 And this, this part particularly, oh. I, and it went downhill so fast. Like it started, I was like, okay, we're all on the same page. And I was like, nope. Yeah. And <sighs> what I love about it in terms of the writing of the book is that Rand kind of needs them. And so you're, you're taking, you're, you're making your protagonist in Rand have to work these really difficult, nuanced relationships between mm. these factions that he does not want to work with. Well, and it's justification for Rand being so sus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, I'm like, fuck, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. Like, that is, that is, yeah, wild. Um, yeah, I and it just makes me want, like, it really makes me want to, it makes me wish that the tower just completely gets torn apart and rebuilt. And I, I yeah, I honestly that hope that, yeah, yeah. I I hope that it is reformed because like they are so like far from reason that I'm like you. Yeah, mm -hmm. you kind of need to fall apart again because. Uh, yeah. 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 No, I, I hate it. I don't like it because then Alana is not even like yes, I did a bad thing. Alana's like, wait, I didn't mess everything up. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, oh, you don't even care really what you did. Yeah. It's fucked. I hate it. Anyways, yeah, moving on. It's gross. Yeah, what's interesting about it is it, it, it is there are so many real world parallels to this, and I think that that's awesome. Like I I, I do th not awesome that it happens in the real world. No, obviously. but the commentary on it's yeah. necessary for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, and I, I like I like that about it. I, I do. I think that Robert Jordan has done a really good job. Like I hate the Aes Sedai. I want to keep reading them. Right. Like I'm not like. I, I, I don't hate the book. I want to be really clear. This is not me saying the book is bad. It's me saying, oh, I hate the Aes Sedai. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where mm -hmm. 
but because they're not our protagonists, they are an antagonistic force to our protagonists. Yes. And are showing the wrong way to do things mm-hmm. that I hope that our main characters learn from, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, God, I hope so. And then we get the weird, like this section <clears throat> I just kind of hated because <clears throat> then we got that weird power power level breakdown where Marana's like, well, technically, like, Vera and I are the same power, but she has, she's older than me, Mm -hmm. and so she might just try to take charge here. And I was like, what is happening? This is, this is a nightmare. Like, you, you, you have someone that you've chosen for their political prowess going Mm -hmm. into a situation, and a more powerful I said I can just show up and be like, my turn. I was like, what? No. Like, it's a terrible idea. Yeah, yeah. Th- this isn't. This is the reason, though. I remember because when I can we, when we first read the bonding moment, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think this is going to be in the show because they're not going to want to deal with it. And now that I see how the series has handled it, I don't think that the show is going to have time for this because you can't tell this story now without spending more time talking about it than the books do. And the problem is, it was is a you, different like culture when that came out. Yes, and the problem is, you have to talk about it in the show because you're not in the people's heads yeah. and yeah yeah it's yeah it would be it would be a lot of dialogue that would be really hard to like it, it would it, it, the episodes of the show ha- would have to become about this in a way that i don't know that the show is going to want to do yeah i think that it, it, they the should thing. the ice but, and i are unlikable enough yeah that you, this this is just another thing i don't on. i don't think they're going to be as unlikable in the show i think we'll that see. the show is going to really tamp down I think the show's going to make the good and the bad guys more obvious because... They won't have the time. They won't have the time. And yeah. second of all, they, they won't have as much internal dialogue. And so it's going to be really hard to show all of this, like, Those who's POVs, good, who's bad stuff. That manipulation. Yeah. It, 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 that is a really hard thing to do. And I, I, I do think it's going to do a disservice to the overall story that they tell. Mm-hmm. But j- just because of how much they're going to have to condense, this is one of those things that I think is going to be a really hard thing to... This is going to be a hard thing to put a lot of time in. Yeah. Right? If yeah, if you want to put this into live action, there are things that have to get cut because it's a different medium. Yeah. yeah. You cannot tell the same thing through a different medium and expect to keep everything from it. It just is never going to happen. So. Yeah. yeah it, it, and if if they do find a way to do this, it will be. I I will be very curious to see how they handle it. Yeah. I, I just think that you'll have to be more sensitive about how it's handled than the book had to be in the nineties. Yes. Otherwise, the backlash against it from people who never read the book and don't understand the context of it. They're going to be like, what? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's going to be one of those things where it's gonna, just going to be articles and articles and articles. And I, I like articles I, I don't think the show wants to deal with. Yeah. I think in like a 14 season version of the show, this would you wouldn't cut this, right? Like you would go into the complications of it. You would go a little bit darker. Yeah. But like in, an, in a five or eight season show, depending on what they're going to do with this, I don't know. This feels like something that is like... Oh man! Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. It is a lot to deal with, but yeah, yep. Uh, so we're uh, the the girls go around the girls. The I said I go around and talk to different people around um, town, trying to like point to who might lead Andor. I, these POVs didn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, me neither. They didn't set much up in my brain, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, I didn't get a ton out of these except that like, like they've been told that Elaine is on her way and but they are skeptical of it. But even like the when uh, Lady Alorian and uh, Demira are meeting, uh Alorian asks uh, who will have the iron throne then and the answer was simply the wheel waves as the wheel wills. Yeah, I was like And I was like okay, right. cool. Yeah. That's, that was Great. I love that for us. Uh, that was a non-answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mhm. 
Um, oh, actually, yes, I mean, that's a good point. It's a mirror to what the White Tower Embassy is doing in Kyrian to show you that they operate in the same way. I would say the difference is that um, the uh, the Embassy in Kyrian scenes, when they did those POVs, I understood the purpose of those... Po what, uh, I understood the purpose of what the I said I were doing in each of the POVs. Mm -hmm. I understood what they were leaning towards. In this, I didn't really understand what the I said I were trying to tell people about. Yeah. It didn't seem like their motivation was very clear in these POVs, to me personally. No, I agree. It honestly just is like one of those things where it's like meddling to meddle to get everybody confused so that you can like save the day in a sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I took know. a picture of something. What did I, I want to make sure I don't miss this because I, I highlighted something and I want to make sure that we get it. Was it in this section? Yes. Yes, it was. Um, Alana... When talking about her bond with Rand, uh, I, I, I oh. highlighted this because this really struck out to me. Um, yep. Because they're like, where is he? Is he still in the city? And she's like, he is in the city in the palace, I think. Mm -hmm. He has a wound in his side, an old wound yet only, ha yet only half healed. Every time I let myself dwell on it, I want to weep. How can he live with it? Mm -hmm. I, this was fascinating to me. This idea that she's felt her warder die. She's yeah. felt her warder have wounds before, and she's never felt anything like the wound in Rand's side. Yeah. And how much pain he's in. And, like, his constitution score must be, like, 20. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah. And for him to deal with this all the time. Yeah. Really dug this line. Yeah, because to him, like, it opens up sometimes when he, like, overextends himself. But, mm -hmm. like, but like most of the time he's able to just kind of ignore it. Yeah. And I, I did not realize that it was so severe. And I think that it was nice that we got that Alana moment to be like, oh, oh, poor Rand. Like, yeah, he's just doing his best. Like, yeah, yeah. I, 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 like, as much as I hate, obviously, Alana, like, bonding him against his will. That's gross. Yeah. Um, that, like, that tidbit of information was very interesting. Um, yeah, it just, it, it makes me like, I, 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 Rand is just this, he is the epitome of the tragic hero. Yeah. Because Rand, here's the thing, like, Rand is being successful. He's doing stuff that is that is working, right? Yeah. But Rand is not getting anything that he wants. No. And, and like, Rand gets nothing but shit on and, and pain and suffering and... Yeah, and he's like, and I have to use my friends and, like, I hate that, but... Did they work? I don't know why those went out. Oh, no. All right. Sedge. Um, yeah, no, I agree. It's, yeah, it's, it's just his his life is like really hard, and he's like cold with Avienda now because he's like anyone who's close to me, like I fuck mm -hmm. up their lives. Like, yeah, he, he truly the tragic hero, um, and is a reflection, I think, of Luce, Luce Theron. Yeah, in, mm -hmm. in that in that time, yeah. Uh, he, I mean, he Nim says, uh, I mean, he gets Min sitting on his lap, worth it. Um, <sighs> would I? I would not trade that. I've got you though, so I'm ha I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you're good. You're I got good. this one sitting in my lap, so I'm happy. Oh, uh, we should have started off the show that way—just me sitting on your knee. Okay. The color of trust. We're going into chapter forty-four, but in, we have to go back before we can go into this chapter. Oh, okay. We have to go all the way back to the dancing, because when Matt is dancing in Saladar, we skipped yeah. over this, and it's really important. Halima is trying to. No, uh, there's two things that we skipped over that are very important. Right. The right. Aes Sedai all want to bond Matt. Yes. Very, <laughs> hard. very, very much. Everyone's like, do you want to be, do you want to be my warder? Hey, hey, boy. Like, no. Boy, do you want to be my warder? And he's like, no, no, no. But also, he meets and dances with Halima. Yes, who apparently, he's like, oh, so pretty. Super hot. So, so bosomful. And despite the fact that she is 
uh, 3,000-year-old man in a woman's body hits on all the boys. Uh So uh, we love our queer representation and our Mm -hmm. villains. Yeah. Um, Yes. So many villains canonically queer, Uh, right? Uh, And uh, Halima tries to channel at him. Yeah. But nobody sees it. Yeah. Halima is Arangar, is is, uh, Agonor or Belthamel. Agonor or Belthamel, one of the two, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kevin, thank you for coming back to the nerd table. Uh, anyone living with chronic pain understands how Ryan feels with the unhealing wound and how Alana feels about it. Yeah. I, yeah, I would assume so. I, I don't have chronic pain, thankfully. Um, uh, and I, I have so much empathy for people that do. Um, I do have other illnesses that are... I had it last night. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had a bad night, you guys. Uh, but don't worry. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I, I got to bed at like 5 o'clock in the morning. It's fine. Um... I, I, I because I have intermittent uh, health issues. Uh, I can't imagine if it was chronic. So yeah, uh, my heart twenty four seven soul like, goes out to you. Yeah, truly. Yeah. Um, but uh, Halima uh, is definitely Agonor or Belthamel, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. A thousand percent. Um. I yeah. Uh huh. Oh oh oh! This is a good time for me to say. Last week I misspoke, and I am sorry about that. Uh, last week I did say when I when we were talking about Agonor and Belthamel last week. Yeah. I'm I. I said the opposite of what I meant, and people corrected me in the comments, yeah, and so I and do appreciate said, that. Yeah. Um, I do appreciate the people correcting me in the comments, but I do want to say on the podcast, for people who don't go to the YouTube comments, what I meant last week with the Agonor Belthamel thing is that the one power is tied to your soul, not to your physical body. And so a trans person, like a trans woman would use Sidar, and a trans man would use Sidin. Yeah. I yeah. said the, I, I, that's what I meant, and I said the opposite last week. And I just wanted to clarify that because yeah, everyone yeah. in the comics was like, no, no, no. And I was like, oh, no, you guys are right. I just, I said it the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it was like backwards. Uh, don't they literally say who Halima is? Yes. Erangar. Ar- oh, no, we know that it's Erangar, but yes. they haven't said that Erangar is Agonor or Belthamel yet, but yes. I'm pretty sure it's Agonor or Belthamel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so one of, one of those two definitely going to be, and I think that because, uh, I think that, um, I think she might be following the group. Mm-hmm. Because Matt, after Elaine um, asks, you think Halima followed them from Sa- Saladar? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because I know. Here's the thing. We we know that the other Aes Sedai have been channeling at him because he can feel the thing going. It's mm-hmm. perfect cover for Halima to be trying and figuring oh, out what's going on. Oh, I, I see. I don't think that. I think that it's just more valuable for Halima to stay in Saladar. I think she wants to stay close to Egwene. Uh, maybe. I don't know. That's... What pronoun does Halima use? Uh, maybe we'll find out. Halima, what are your pronouns? You say them? <laughs> I, I, I just thought, like, went, my, my, my thought went to, went to Halima with, because it happened at the dance or whatever. No, I think that that's uh, Aldeus. That, that's just them being isolated. I think it is part of them. No, I, I, cause I think that, like, how would she have followed Oh, she can probably travel. Oh, actually, yeah, Halima would be able to travel, right? Maybe. No, she would, right? If she can channel, and she's from the Age of Legends, why wouldn't she be able to, She, you know? Yeah. All, yeah. I'm assuming all of the Forsaken know how to travel. Yeah, well, yeah. So that's Halima would be able to travel. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Halima might be following them. I just, it, it, it was an, it hmm. was a thought I had because it seemed a little suspicious that they were, that the, I said I were channeling at him all the time. But yeah, I, I, I think, she, I think there's a possibility she might be there. She might be watching what they're up to. I don't know. I feel like it's so useful to have that like person in the rebel tower. 
right? For, for the Forsaken. Like, because they have a Forsaken in the White Tower. So to have a Forsaken in the Little Tower, I, it just makes sense to me right now. But you could be right. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah. I also think she could just following them to... Uh, that's... Well, Cause no, because no Ebudar is hard. Because you would you would never find them again in Ebudar, right? So I, I don't city, know if that though. would be very helpful. No, but like when they're traveling, she probably was there trying to figure out what they were up to. Like, because she may not have had that information. Or maybe she did because she's... No, because she has people... She, yeah. Because yeah, she has okay. a sitter that tells okay. her everything, right? And they know about the bowl. Yeah, okay. Because the bowl isn't a secret, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair. I don't know. It was just an idea. But, um... But, uh, yeah, I am glad that we touched on that. Because, uh... I think it's going to be very important. Hmm. I... I feel like if we went back and read Eye of the World, I could figure out which one is which one is Halima between Agnor and Balthamel. Because isn't it the one in the gimp suit? There's the like because there's there's the two Forsaken. One of them is in latex sex clothes, yeah. and the other isn't. And I'm pretty sure based on how horny she is, it's the one in the latex sex clothes. But I can't remember which that is. All I remember about the two of them is that I think it was Agnor. Mm-hmm. Was the one who made little creations of things, like made the Trollocs. And then Balthamel's in the latex sex suit. Maybe. Anyway, they get to Ebu- they, they they get to outside Abudar. Oh no, they they are leaving for Abudar. Oh my God, we haven't even talked about them leaving yet. We need to move on. Yes. We need to move on. Yeah. So, oh, oh, but that was important because mm-hmm. um, as they're getting ready to leave, uh, where are we? Oh, um, Matt asks Swanda dance and doesn't realize that it's her. And then he's like, oh my God, I can't believe I asked Swanda dance. Yeah. How dare I? That was very funny. Oh yeah. my God. Uh, Matt also very into body shaming in this section. What do you mean? Matt? Oh my God. He's like, like he, he's fat shamed people in, in previous things. And then he is skinny shaming people twice in this section. Oh. Too bony to yeah, hug. Yeah, too bony to hug. Or yeah, like yeah, a yeah, man yeah. could break a finger trying to pinch your hip. And I was like, bro. <laughs> All right. Oh, I didn't get what that meant. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying now. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like I get that you have a type, but like, damn, okay. <laughs> At least he doesn't say it out loud. You know what I mean? Like, sure. he, he thinks it to himself. I guess so. I, you're, allow- you're allowed to have preferences, right? Yes. And yes. his preference is thick girls. But he could just be like, eh, t- not my type. As opposed to, um, a man doesn't like to get poked when he's being hugged. Like, okay. All right. Um, uh, Morel is the, Morel is the one who repeatedly wants to bond Matt, which I find interesting because yeah. if he, if, if he did that, him and Lan would be, um, Bond brothers. Bond brothers. Yeah. And then Matt and Lan are going to be having threesomes with Morel. Oh, man. Yeah, no, I don't think Matt... May, this is just a suspicion. I don't think mm-hmm. Matt likes Aes Sedai. No, he doesn't. Not very much. No, you don't think no, so? Mm-hmm. not a fan. Although he does kiss Leanne on the mouth. Well, I think Leanne kisses him. Fair, fair, fair. But they, he does kiss but, an Aes Sedai. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yes. Um, Leanne also, one of my favorite characters. <laughs> She's great. I love her so much. Yeah. I can't wait to see who they cast as Leanne on the show. Yeah. Um, unless she was in season one, but I don't remember Leanne in season one. In season one? I don't remember Leanne being there. Oh, I know. She... She was in there? Okay. Did she... I don't know. I don't think she had any lines. Yeah, it was very brief. If she was there, it it was definitely very brief. Um, Uh, And so they meet up. uh, They're getting ready to leave. And Matt Matt gathers the band together and he says, hey, I'm taking like 10 people with me. 
The rest of you are going to follow Egwene at a distance and not fight her people, which seems dangerous. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, but Avienda's coming with me. Olver is coming with me because Olver is like, yo, I got to protect you. Well, and he's like, look, even if it's Ebudar, a city is still a better place for this kid than in like a yeah, yeah. camp. And I'm like, I can kind of understand your logic there, but also I'm not sure about that. Um, and so, uh, yeah, the, the, the troop rides out to say goodbye to Matt and them. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they open a gateway, and um, Matt is like, "All right, so we're gonna get there like tomorrow. We'll be back in like three days. It's gonna be great." And <laughs> they're like, "No, no, no, no. It's gonna take like five days to get to Ebudar." Wait, was this Leanne? Oh shit! Yeah, okay. She's super cute. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Remember that? Uh, yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Jennifer Garcia is like Leanne. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Very nice. Um, and so, yeah, it's going to take them like a month. And Matt is like, God damn it. Can you guys just tell me one fucking thing in advance, please? Not, wait, a month to get to... No, it's going to take them a month to get back. To get back? From Ebudar. What? He thinks it's going to be like five days. And they're like, no, it's going to be... We were going to be gone a while. Well, I know they teleport like five days out. So they have to travel for five days. And then they'll probably have to travel back until they have a safe spot. Was it a month? Yeah. Okay, but they have to, like, it's going to take them time to find the thing, and then they have to get back, and then they have to find where the little tower is now, because it's going to have moved. It will. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I guess I got He's that thinking time. it's going to be, like, a week total, and it's not. It's going to be a while, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and Egwene actually, like, shows up and says goodbye, and he's like, I'm surprised he showed up and said goodbye, and she's like, look, like, come on, dude. Come on, no, we know mean. each other. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and the, the, I said, I right. Like, she's like, look, the, Abu Dar is surrounded by fields of people or uh, by farms and people. We're not just going to open a gateway that just slices people in half or cows or yeah. sheep. Like, yeah. we're going to be safe about this. And Matt's like, I, that's, the, that's a good point. But I, I guess so. And it begins, it begins chapters of Matt going, that's a good point, but I, I don't, but don't I, say it to me. Yeah. I would have figured it out by myself. Okay. You didn't have to tell me. God damn it. Uh, and so they take off, and off to Ebudar we go. Mm-hmm. I do like, I don't know, Matt and, and Egwene having a little moment was actually very nice. No, it was cute. I liked it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Chapter 45. Bitter Thought. This chapter has a wolf icon. <laughs> what? What? After 80 chapters... Oh, after over 80 chapters. Is it? that been that long? The Over the kneeling? Oh, yeah. Everyone kneels to the Amarillin seat because she's the Amarillin seat. Well, no, Matt does. And Egwene is like, oh. No, and then all of her guy, all of Matt's guys do kneel to the Amarillin seat. Oh, yeah. I guess they follow him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't oh, know. He, oh, Amber says he kneels to try and give Egwene clout. Is that Oh, that's interesting. It? I definitely did not get that. I just thought he did it because he was like, I, I think I'm, I'm supposed to do this. Interesting. I hadn't thought about it that way. Yeah, no, I, I definitely did not pick up on that. Yeah, no, I didn't pick up on it that way, but I actually really like that. I Like, Matt Matt is acknowledging that he is viewing her as the power. That's a cool, that's that's cool. I, I wish I'd caught that the first time. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, I uh, yeah. Not I that she really needs it. Like, everyone that. is giving her legitimacy, but I, I do, I appreciate. Matt does some things right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, which chapter was that? Oh, right, because he sees that she's, that she's all alone. That's interesting. I, I, see, chat, this is why we do this with y'all, because we, we can't figure out everything by ourselves. We're both. 
Uh, Blue, thank you for that super chat. Um, who is this Perrin guy? Why would they introduce a new character so late into the story? Wow. Ha have How? you read The Wheel of Time? Robert Jordan introduces a new character every chapter. Truly. Uh, also, Blue. do you know where Rand got the gold and silver for the pins? Uh, the, the he took the fifth? What? Didn't he take the fifth somewhere? No, no. He They talk about the gold. The silversmith was super happy to do it for free. And then the goldsmith. No, but where did he get the silver and the gold? I don't know where he got the silver and the gold from. Uh, Caleb Tatro, uh, I learned I was bi when Matt bowed to Egwene. Hot. <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. That's, you know what, that's valid. I'm trying to... Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I, I'm, I might actually go back and read that section because I feel like I definitely missed that. He kneels to... Yeah, no, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, chat. Um, it's yeah. just interesting. I, 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 I didn't like immediately pick up on that and I really like that. Mm -hmm. Jake Hendrick says, yeah, Matt is pissed they would treat a Two Rivers woman like that. Thank you for that super chat, Jake. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, I might go back and read. I, 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 I definitely did not pick up on that. Han Rayan asks, uh, well, we'll just address this really quickly. Are you going to react to the Sandman episode 11, Dreams of a Thousand Cats, Calliope? Thought you'd react as soon as you woke up. We didn't have time this morning to film it before this, but we are going to film it after this. Um, the Dream of a Thousand Cats, we're going to do it separately. Dream of a Thousand Cats will be up today, probably around 5, and then our reaction to Calliope will be up at 10 a.m. tomorrow like we did with the other Sandman Yeah, videos. it'll premiere like the others. So if you're looking for Sandman stuff, there will be a video today and tomorrow yeah. on the channel. So subscribe and yeah, yeah. check those out. Let's go. Uh, cool. That's a cool bit. Thank you for bringing that up, chat. I mm -hmm. uh, appreciate it. Because that, that makes Matt, you know, just a little bit cooler. Yeah. I'm and we already like Matt. I'm sad I didn't catch that. Oh, well. We're stupid. You and me. Yeah. But we're stupid together. Aw. Love you. All right. Uh, so, uh, Vilnar, who <laughs> is definitely a villain because his name is Vilnar. What? <laughs> but he's probably not. He's he, 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 We'll probably never see him again. This is probably his only POV chapter. I feel, yeah. <laughs> um, He's like riding around Camelin being a little cop and he's like yo what the hell is that and he looks out into the distance and there's just a long line of farmers with bows longer than he could possibly imagine riding in towards him hot. and you're like Emmonsfield let's go I know as soon as boom, the bows boom, boom. Like, yes it's the two rivers boys let's go Hornbot what's up and it's banned thank you monkey our mods are the best mods um and uh, so Vilnar's like, oh, we're under attack. Mm -hmm. He deploys his men and they take up defensive positions. And so we cut over to a point of view of a character who has not had a point of view in like 80 chapters. I don't know the exact number, but it's like 80. Oh, I thought you counted. I was like, okay. I should have. That would have been funny. That would have been very funny. Perrin is like, all right, I'm going to chill. I'm, I'm going to go talk to him. I we'll be fine. Good. Don't worry about it. Uh, and he's like, uh, Fayil smells like anxiety. That's weird. Oh, it's because the Saldeans, her, her daddy's here. Daddy's here. And you'd think it's her daddy that she's scared of. But it's nope. not. It's mommy. Yeah. Mommy's home. And even the the guard captain, whatever his name is, is like, oh no, I hope I survive this. Yeah. Uh, and then Aram is like, yo, we can kill them. And Perrin's like, we're not going to fucking kill... What? what? Yeah. Aram, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Aram, Aram is like, went like... So was so hard in one direction that he feels like he has to overcompensate. But also, in direction. What does Aram think they're there for? I don't know. Like th th this took me so far out of left field because I was like, does Aram think that they're attacking? Like they're there to attack. They know they're going to meet their friends. Yeah. All like all Perrin has to do is be like, "Yo, I'm Perrin. We're we're here to be on your team." And Aram is like, "Kill them all! Kill them all!" I'm like, yeah, okay. which makes me kind of be like. Perrin, you need to deal with Arm because this that this is not a good thing to have. Yeah. Um. Also, Gaul has veiled himself. Why? 
they this is where they were going yeah I'm, I found this, I found to be, I, as much as I was happy to have Perrin back, mm-hmm. this first, like, two paragraphs mm-hmm. of this, I was like, what, what is the happening? fuck is happening here? I know, I know. D- did Perrin not tell them what they were, like, was Perrin, like, we're riding to war? It was just very weird. Everyone gets so aggressive so quickly. And I was yes. like, y'all are riding in like, to relax. meet friends. Please calm down. Everybody calm down. Yeah, I, I just found it, I found it a little strange. Yeah. That everyone went straight to violence here. I understand why the, the, the people at the gate did. Yeah. But like. Yes. But like parents people, I do not understand. Uh, Burnt Ashaman, thank you for counting. It's been 104, 104 chapters since a parent POV. God damn. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, I didn't get this and I didn't like it very much. Yeah, it was just very strange. It, it, it felt like weird. Parent told them they were going to fight people, maybe? I was like, I don't know. I just was like, you, you don't have that many people. If you don't start a fight, you don't have to start. And Perrin's like, stop. What, the, what are you guys doing? Even Perrin's looking at them like, everyone calm oh the God. fuck down. It's okay. Hi. Yeah. I'm Perrin. And so they're like, okay, well, no one can go before the dragon without, uh, with more than like either 50 servants or 20 like Warriors, guards. Yeah, yeah. yeah, whatever. And he's like, all right, well, there was a field a little ways back. You go hang out there and we're going to go inside. Yeah. And they're like, all right, well, why did you in? And he's like, we're not taking 20 people. Go chill. Me... Fayul, like Loyal, not with them. I... Our boy Loyal, he's been feeling it. He's been feeling the longing. Yeah. And so he's going to go uh, go into a steading and just... Yeah, Perrin's like, actually, I know of a steading. You can just stop over here. And yeah. Loyal's like, great. Because there would be one near Camelon. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, no, uh, isn't it the one that they stopped at in book one? The yeah. empty steading? Yeah, that, yeah, they, yeah. They, they, that was right before they got to Camelon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so Loyal's like, yeah, I'll be back super quick. Don't worry about it. So like, I feel like, it, it, I feel like Loyal is just like fully nude in that setting because he's by himself. He just disrobes and he's just like on like a bed of leaves. Sunbathing. Just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that good shit. <laughs> that's that good shit right here. Uh-huh. Um, he's singing to the trees. Right, you know what I mean? He, he can sing wood. Yeah. Hot. Um. And so, um, Perrin, uh, Perrin notices that, uh, uh, Vilnar, he's like, doesn't know who Fael is, which I was like, no, he knows he look he notices that he's not acknowledging her at all. That that's what I mean. On that, that, that he's like pretending that yeah, he doesn't know yeah, who Fael is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they get up to the palace and Rand's room, and they're like, all right, well, if Rand doesn't know you, they, again, they're like, watch out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they keep calling him Lord Perrin. Even though he's like, I'm Perrin Abara. And they're like, oh, Lord Perrin. Oh, he's Lord like, Perrin. No. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> uh, and um, they go they go to meet Rand. And Rand is like, Perrin, yo, congrats on the wedding. And Perrin's like, wait, what? Like, How do you huh? know about what? that? <laughs> oh, no, everybody here knows about that. And Perrin's like, oh, my God, that means her dad knows we're married. Maybe, maybe if I go back to my tent and I take four or five days writing a letter... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, it takes me a really long time to write stuff, so, like, maybe I'll just, like, uh, tell him in a letter. But uh, luckily for him, once Perrin leaves the room, uh, Lord Bashir is, like, right there. Um, but they do have a really nice reunion. It's oh, it's sweet. not that nice at first, though. With Rand? No, because Min is there. And Min is like, hey, boy. And Perrin's like, hey, Min. And Fael's like, Fael's like, she's trying to sleep with my husband. Yeah, literally. Perrin is like, oh, Fael smells funky. Oh. She's jealous. And then Fayil looks at Min for a couple seconds, realizes that Min's in love with Rand, because apparently Min Min can view it in other people, but everyone can view Min's love on Min. Min and Fayil's like, yeah. No, Min is like this for Rand, apparently. And yeah. Fayil's like, oh, okay, I don't need to worry about it. I'm like, yeah. Um, and so. Superpower? 
Fayil is like so upset and then sees that Min's in love with Ryan. She's like, all right, we're going to go have a conversation. Yeah. Man. You come with me. And then Fayil is like, stay away from Perrin. I'm like, what the fuck? Fayil, you need to chill. And I love that Perrin is like, yeah, Fayil has like a tendency towards like slight jealousy. And I'm like, slight Excuse you. It's a good thing that Fayil isn't from Ebudar, or she would just be stabbing every woman she meets with her <laughs> marriage dagger. Could she, yeah, seriously. She would be <clears throat> dueling every other day. Oh, constantly, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I, I think that Fayil would win. Yeah. She scares me. Yeah, yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah, some people weren't built to be Ebudari. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, that was... Oh god, that was a bit weird, but whatever. Um, so Just Rand, so so the girls leave, and Rand is like, women, and Perrin's like, yeah, women. Yeah, women. Too I'm bad, married. Too bad Matt's not here, so that we knew how to deal with women. It's like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck? And uh, yeah, it's it's fun. Rand is like, do you want to go to Tear? And Perrin's like, what the fuck? Uh, absolutely not. That is the last thing that I want to do. I just got here, and Rand is like, okay, okay, okay. We'll think about it. I can have you there, like, immediately. Well, and Rand, Rand is just, sometimes, like, sometimes I feel like Rand is really on it, and sometimes I feel like Rand is playing darts. And he's like, ah, I, I so, oh, man, I, Matt's not in tier anymore. Um, do you want, do you want to go, somebody needs to be in tier. Yeah. I, here's the thing, I think if parents showed face in tier, that's cool, but, like, him, like, staying and being there, I'm like, God, yeah, I would not Well, no, he's going to go, he's going to go on the front line of the alien fight. Uh, He's going to take Matt's place there because Matt can't do it anymore. Which is going to be a problem because Perrin and and Rand need to be together. There's bad things that are going to happen. And if Perrin is not there, Rand's fucked. I think they will be together. I think that Perrin is going to ride in from the from the distance, right? Mm-hmm. And Rand is going to like drop himself in Ilion solo style. It's going to be like Fortnite. Fortnite in. Yeah. <laughs> Why uh, are we the same person? I, yeah. We've been married too long. We need to get a divorce. Two years, too long. We we use the same word at the exact same time way too often. Yeah, yeah. Oopsie. This podcast would be better if we had different points of view, but we're just like on a path. We don't, yeah, we definitely don't disagree on things that often. I think we have like different favorites and like slightly different things, but yeah, we're very much on the same page about a lot of stuff. It's why our marriage works. Marry someone that you don't argue with all the time and you'll be happy. It's great. Yeah. Honestly, highly recommend. Um... James Ross says, try being together for 13 years. We're trying. Well, well, we'll it's just hard. <laughs> we just can't speed it up. Yeah, time goes by so slowly for those who wait. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping because Rand is losing it. Um, so uh, they, they have a li- nice little chat mm-hmm. about um, Two Rivers and about everything that's going on. It's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, they catch up, which is really nice. Uh, and uh, as the conversation begins to lag and end and... Rand's like, oh, it's so good to see you, my dude. I have rooms for you. It's going to be super chill. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to have my bro in house here. Uh, but uh, you have to go talk to Davram now. Have fun. Bye. I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah, yeah. He's like, and go. Think about Tyr if you survive. If you survive. Yeah, truly. Um, so Perrin leaves, and luckily, Bashir is right there. Yes, this is chapter 46, Beyond the Gate. Um, steps out in the hallway, looks down, and sees a guy, and he's like, oh, yeah, no, that's that's the one. Yeah. Well, uh, pray for me. Uh, yeah, so this conversation, um, I'm not going to lie. The Bashir stuff in this chapter is funny. Yes. It makes, it does not make a lot of sense. 
I feel like none of these characters act like adults. What? No, I no. It feels like it's written for comedic purpose. This this felt like a comedic aside rather than yeah. it like a very serious. Scene. But it still made sense to me. I don't know. The the Bashirs learn nothing about Perrin in this entire section. No, that they is not They say true. a lot to Perrin. No, I think I think Bashir uh, very much gets a handle of... Look, Bashir would not be in the position of power that he is in mm-hmm. um, without being able to uh, get a read on people, to talk to people and, and know their strengths and know their weaknesses mm-hmm. and, like, and have that kind of, like, insight, right? Mm-hmm. And so we learn... We learn that... Fayil is not old enough for marriage. Without her mother's permission. Yes. Yes. So very weird. That is That's a, a cultural weird. thing, though. It's not, I, I think it's not actually about, like... No, I know. It is just a little bit weird, and I was like, oh, okay. Um, and so, 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 um, uh, Bashir is like, yeah, so if, uh, if, you know, Fayil's mom decides that uh, she's not old enough to be married, I get to kill you. Yes. And I was like, okay. Great. Perrin didn't know any of this. I just, I feel like Bashir could have asked Perrin a little bit more. Asked what? About himself. He just kind of starts telling Perrin how it goes. And Perrin's like, okay, fight me. No, here's the thing. He asks Perrin about himself and he's like, no, not that. I don't, that's not what, I don't, I don't care what you are. I want to know who you are. And I don't think that you can figure out who a person truly is by asking them who, who they are. You get the surface stuff. And Bashir, that, that moment is there mm-hmm. where he's like, oh, no, you, you misunderstand the question. And so instead, he, like, instead they have a conversation where he tries to gauge what kind of a person Perrin is as opposed to asking him outright. That's fair. But I feel like Perrin learns more about Davram here than Davram does about Perrin. I think we think that, but I think that Bashir has that, like, Wheel of Time tingle where you just know what people are thinking by, like, looking at them. The Wheel of Time tingle. That's what it, everyone in this book is a master, like, facial expression reader. Or, or everyone just, like, wears their heart on their sleeve, on their face. Like, that, but no, that, that is, like, a thing in these books where everybody is, like, very easy to read by their face. And, uh, I've never read anything like it to me. Perrin has a tell. Oh, my God. So, um, Perrin, uh, basically, the, the, the thrust of the conversation becomes, Bashir says that if, uh, if you, if you don't live up to this, I'm going to take Fial away from you. And Perrin's like, do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. You it. try. You try. And Bashir's like, I have an, ar- an army of 9,000. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, are I your, are, I'm sorry, are your, uh, Saldeans harder to kill than Trollocs? Um, and I really wish that, uh, Perrin has been like, I fist fight Merdral. You think I'm scared of short Saldean boys? Uh, what? Yeah, yeah, Perrin fistfights Merdral yeah. regularly. Although Bashir is very <laughs> impressed that he fights Trollocs. He's like, oh, I like a guy who can stand up Oh, 100%. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, Perrin, Perrin's liter- but I wish Perrin had literally said, I, 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 I will go against a Merdral without a weapon. Happily, yeah. dude. Your 9,000 trained soldiers, I do not give a fuck. I will not let you take Fayil away from me under any circumstances. I and just, I, like, I, 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 to be honest, you know what I think my feeling about the scene is? What? I, I wanted it to be longer. It, they get mm. through this too quick for me. That's I, fair. I would have appreciated, also, I don't love that um, it cuts, I, I wish they hadn't cut to other point of views in this chapter. 
I think that that's what took away from it for me, is mm. cutting to Rand, cutting to Demira. I wish that stuff had happened after, mm. and I wish that we had had a little bit more time here. I agree. Because this I, is such this an important... Fun. Well, and it's so important. Yes. It's this big moment with these characters coming together, and I feel like it was just too fast. Okay. That's I, and, and so I think that that's why it feels more like it was played for comedy a little bit for me, mm-hmm. is because they it felt like they rushed through it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And this is such a long book that I just wish that they had slowed down and had a longer and we had gotten to see more i wish we'd gotten to see the beginning of davram and fayil's conversation with one another like this was just such a huge moment for me and for us to not see a lot of it or for it to constantly be cutting away to these other things happening at the same time yeah i I do wish that i just wish we'd spent a little bit more time on this moment because it feels so important to me and i know it feels important to me because i love perrin yeah no no and and i I did i definitely wanted more um Mm -hmm. bob c thank you so much for that super chat chat. davin bashir had had a long conversation with his daughter to add to his own judgment very cool combo today and that's what that i I I wish we saw that that. yeah because this this moment i found it very fun and i really liked learning like we we find out a little bit more and more about the Saldeans and yeah. how that works, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's like Fayil, like kind of like acting different in front of her, her parents and mm-hmm. her parent. There. Very fascinating. I, I I hope we get I hope we get more of that. Me too. You know, this was like this was just like a snack, and I wanted a full meal. That's what it is. Yeah. The, the, this was this was like an aside rather than being like this climactic moment for these yeah. characters. And I wish that, I, I just wish we'd spent more time with yeah. it. Yeah. But uh, I guess, should we get to when they're all together? Uh, no, I want to I wanna bring up, uh, Carl Marler has an interesting point here. The only real bad part of Wheel of Time books, the off-screen scenes. I agree with that. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that happens off-screen in these books that I wish was on-screen. Yeah. And this is one of those beats where, like, I just wish we got more of it. 20 books. Yeah. Should have been 20 books long. <laughs> no, but there's stuff that I would have cut as well, so. Um, okay. That's valid. So before we get to the, the, the full group stuff, yeah. we cut over to Rand, um, and Rand and Min hang out. Yeah, basically. And, and Min keeps teasing, teasing him. him. Yeah. Giggity. And Rand starts drinking to try and drown out Luther and Telmont. He's like, I'm going to drown him out with wine. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, before we get back to the conversation with Perrin, and this is my point, right? Before we get back to the conversation with Perrin and the family... We go over to Demira. Yeah. And th- this is what I'm saying about the scene. It's yeah. not that I dislike it. It's that I wish that this had been given so much importance that it didn't cut away from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Demira and Aes Sedai is uh, walking through the city. Uh, and she runs into a bunch of Aiel. And they straight up start trying to murder her. <laughs> they just start stabbing her with spears in the middle of an alley. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So so there's definitely a Forsaken with the Shido. Yeah. Because the the, the uh, otherwise, how did they get there that fast? Or these are Rand's Aiel, but they're dark friends. Maybe because Melhindra was. How is this any different than Melhindra trying to kill Matt? Uh, I guess so. Right. But but also like she recognizes that one Aiel. So how would? Because he's been in Caneland the whole time. The whole time. They haven't been there that long. Yeah, but she's been there long enough to have met... Because she keeps going to the palace. So one of the Aiel that's with Rand is a dark friend. I wouldn't be... Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if all of the Aiel... If they're... If one... If an entire, like... They're not Aiel. What do you mean they're not Aiel? They're not Aiel. No, they're they're not Aiel. What are they you do talking not, about? They don't behave like Aiel. They put on Aiel clothes... They're either dark friends or they're they're not they're not Aiel. 
I don't know. In order Their for heads them... are wrapped. They, they, okay, is there any other Aiel with dark eyes? Dark, glittering eyes? I mean, it's the middle of the night. I don't know if you can... It wasn't the middle of the night. Wasn't it? She's, like, leaving the, the inn at, no, like... No, no, no. She's going to meet the librarian. Sorry, they are falling off. I'm not it's taking okay. them off. It's just super um, weird. I know. Um, uh, I don't know. The idea that anyone don't other than... Don't look at chat. There's some... Yeah. The, the idea that anyone other than an Aiel would be precise enough with a spear to be able to stab exactly where they need to stab in her body without killing her it seems sus to me. I don't think it specified a spear. But also, yeah, they, they're, any, they're stabbing like, with Aiel spears. Any competent warrior would be able to, like Tom Marilyn could do that, I'm sure. With a weapon that you're not familiar with? I don't know. How do you know they're not familiar with it? Because it's a spear. It's an Aiel spear that she stabs with. Which chapter? It's is not this? a sword. It's a 46. Um, it's definitely spears, right? And it, it has to be so precise because they're trying not to kill her, right? Yes, yes, unless she bleeds out, in which case, well, maybe no. They, she's not going to bleed out because that they send. It, it's a two prong attack, right? They they attack her and at the same time send someone to tell the Aes Sedai that it's happening, so that they find her and they think that Rand is turning on the Aes Sedai, even though it's not. It's obviously not that, right? No, they like. Um... I don't. Well, I want to like look at chat to like bring chat into this, but I I don't know how to. I I don't want to look at chat right now because apparently there's spoilers. Yeah, they were all pressed to the side and they're yeah. like, oh, pardon. Um, the same who had followed her. One of the faces looked familiar. The spear going into her side was such a shock. It's a spear. They're using the Aiel spears. Mm -hmm. They might not be Aiel. Like, that's a possibility, too. But all we know is that this is, that this is a trap to try and convince the Aes Sedai not to work with Rand. And it works, because the Aes Sedai are stupid. Yeah, here's the thing. The Aes Sedai should realize that if this was Rand's doing... That's that's dumb as fuck. Um, yeah, it's so and and like they're the way they react to this is so stupid. We're like, be, oh, maybe we can't trust them. Like, no, no, it would be so easy. It would be so easy for anyone to want to fuck up these relationships because they they know that they're at odds. You yeah, do yeah. something to add tension. I can't believe no, they like nobody even like thought of that as a possibility. I know. It, yeah. The 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 Aes Sedai's reaction to this makes me think that they are, which is why I think that. Holly, hi. Holly, what's up? It's How our good friend Holly Wolf. If you guys don't follow Holly Wolf on the internet, you're missing out on uh, just great content. Yeah. Honestly. Incredible Incredible, incredible person. Um, and um, just hey. one of our favorite people. <laughs> Who we're going to see at Fan Expo. Let's go. Yeah, we are. It's going to be fun. Yeah, we are. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I if, you, I... if, you, if you've ever been like, I want to learn how to garden, go follow Wolf of the Wild. Wolf, Wolf in the Wild. Wolf of the Wild. Yes. Great yes. content. It's, no. You make great content. S tier content, yeah. guys. Go follow Holly. I promise. She's the best. I promise. Also, dad ass though. Um, <laughs> those prints? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Very, very good. She's on certain websites. Mm -hmm. um, Wolf of the Wild. Go follow it. Um, <clears throat> what? I'm trying to help our friends. <laughs> Promotion. Promotion. Um, yeah, no, the way that the I said I respond to this is really just They're like, oh my God, it has to be Rand. And none of them even consider any other possibility that I'm like. No, but see, here's what happens. Varen doesn't take over until this moment. Uh-huh. I think Varen's black Asha because of this moment. Oh, really? Yes. I think that Varen is pushing the Aes Sedai to not trust Rand here because Varen is black Asha. Oh, no. 
Also, Brandon's in the chat. Hi, What's hello. up, Brandon? <laughs> uh, Brandon um, uh, has edited some of our content for us, and we're very yes. grateful for him because he's incredible. Absolutely. Uh, I think that Varen, Varen lets the embassy be Marana's thing until the Black Aja is at work in Camelin. And then no, Varen steps it. in to make sure that the Black Aja's thing works. No, I don't want that. To, I, I, I hate that you might I know. be right. I, hate I know. I don't want her to be yelling, Varen. I like Varen too. But I, I, I'm Damn worried. That the way that Varen slides into this situation felt slick in like uh, felt like an oil slick to me mm -hmm. oil slicks black black aja see mm -hmm. i connected those things like the 1966 batman movie and also like her having leverage on mm -hmm. rand with the emmons field girls yep a little suspicious. he brings rand's best friend's sister to camelin yeah. I'm just saying, no. like, Varen, man, Varen <sighs> went from being, like, the Aes Sedai I trusted the most to being the Aes Sedai that I'm the most nervous about right now. Mm -hmm. Because if she took her oaths when she was a kid, she's been working at this for, like, 80 years. Yeah, yeah. She's... Right? Like, Varen is old. Varen is, like, coming in like Dumbledore in here. But if Dumbledore was evil as shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm worried about it. I'm, like, I'm legitimately, like... It's just the way she took over here was so slick, but that I was like, oh, girl, are you evil? I'm so mad that you might be right. And I might be. I might be wrong. I'm totally down. Wrong. I might be wrong. But, like, I don't know. Yeah. She encourages the Aes Sedai to think very clearly the wrong thing here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, now we cut back to Perrin into the most important conversation of the chapter. Um, and Perrin is like, hey, yo. Um... Uh, Perrin is, is sweating like crazy. I love I love the I, I love this that Perrin is sweating through his jacket here. He's so nervous. Yeah. And um They go they he can hear through the door as they're approaching uh Fael and her mom. Yeah, and so they, they they're talking to the mom and the mom is like, you better you better be rough with my daughter. You better spank her. You better like No no before they get in there, they literally hear slaps. Oh yeah. They walk through the door and each of them has like a red handprint on their cheek. I was like, mommy that they completely ignore. Mommy daughter just slapping one another. Okay, that seems unhealthy, but uh okay. Yeah, nothing about Saldaya seems healthy. No. Yeah. No, uh no. and so uh parent parent is parent stands up to her. Yeah. Parent is like, hey, 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 woman. Shut up. I love your daughter. That's all that matters. And mommy is like, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Davram is like, they're together. And she's like, well, if my husband says so. And I'm like, wow. This this yeah. is like, the this scene was the most erotic scene between a, 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 a couple. A family? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, yes, the, I know. The, there was too much sexual tension going on. I know. It's like, I, well, and he's like, wow, she's hot. And if Fayil looks like that when she's older, I fucking nailed it. Wait, that is the best part of the chapter. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am so lucky. Yeah. And he's like, I should not be thinking that about Fayil's mom. Oh, my God. And I was like, what is happening? Like, y'all, remember when we started this and people were like, yeah, the books are not that horny. These books are horny. I just, I would have loved, I would have loved a, like, point of view chapter in Harry Potter where Harry Potter looks at um, Mrs. Weasley and is like, yo, if Ginny looks like that when she grows up. 
my god. Yeah, I. Yeah. Aaron is such a frat bro in this moment. He's yes. like, okay, she's got good genetics. She's mommy, gonna age well. Mommy, yes, please. Uh, Caleb, thank you for that. Super Caleb, thank you. Chat. What are you doing, stepmom? Yeah, it, no, it is like very much that kind of vibe, which is weird. The one part that was like a little cringy to me is that she's like, oh, a woman's gotta be tough on a guy, and and he's gotta like beat her down and make her know that like sh he's the boss. And I was like. What the fuck? And that's yeah. how women are happy, apparently. Um, oh my god, the porn bots are in full force today. Yeah, they're on it. Which is crazy. Do you guys, we we can go to like, because we hide the user from our channel, right? I can go to my hidden from channel list. It's so many, and they all have the exact same name. I don't understand how YouTube. YouTube doesn't catch it and ban them, I know. It's it's crazy to me. But. Bayou's mom has got it going on. <laughs> she saw that I want, and I've waited for so long. Well, no, he's he's happy with Fayil. Oh, just, yeah, Fayil's hot. It is kinky. Um, it is very, very kinky. Yeah, Um. so <laughs> what I really appreciate about this, though, is that both of these couples leave, and we only know what one couple does immediately after, but both but of these couples know, leave and go boink immediately. You know what happened. Um, yeah. Yeah. The porn bots are wild. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is. It, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know everybody got down and dirty after yeah. the meeting. Well, and I love that P Perrin cannot take off um, Fayel's clothes without ripping the buttons off. I'm like, Perrin. I'm like, either it's a really bad sewing job that they just fall off. But, like, parent, dude, or like, you're a blacksmith. You should be somewhat, like, good with your hands. With your, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, dude, figure it out. Mm-hmm. I've never. I have big hands. I'm a big dude. I have never ripped buttons off. Well, actually, no. I have ripped open someone's shirt before. But I've never, like, fumbled with a button so hard that I ripped the button off. Well, to be fair, she, like, turns. And so he's just got a grip on it, you know? Disappointing. I'm disappointed in Perrin here. Be better about it's this. Perrin is is going to learn how to use his hands better. I do like though that she rips his shirt off of him, literally. Yeah. Wow. This is a uh, steamy. And then they fuck. Yeah. Um, oh, also. Uh, <laughs> oh, and lots of grandkids. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Demira wants. Uh, or not Demira. Um, Dera. Right? Oh my God! Why the fuck are all of it's these? It's Davram Bashir and Diera. Diera. Diera wants six grandkids, and yeah. Perrin's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that later. Right now, we're fighting the devil. Yeah, but Fayel's like, okay, but soon though. Soon though. I don't know right? if you remember this, but we're fighting the devil at the moment. <laughs> these books are wild. So then we come back to Demira, and we get the conversation with Varen. Uh, they're in the. She wakes up. Uh, Steven, uh, the her warder's really upset because he wasn't there to protect her, mm. and like. Gotta do a better job, Steven. I don't know what to tell you. Get it together. And um, yeah, Varen takes over, and I think Varen might be evil. Uh oh. Yeah, that's gonna be spicy. Also, we learned that the Aes Sedai aren't stupid, and they realize they can't trust um, uh, about this one thing. They realize they can't trust Min. They're like, Min is definitely not on our side in this. I don't know. The Aes Sedai can't. Glenn, thank you for that super chat. Um, they're wearing essentially 18th century clothes. That's yeah. true. That's true. The, the sewing is probably not great back then. Yeah, I'm just, it's not... I just feel like Perrin's ripped off her clothes so much, you think at this point he'd have learned. You, you know what I mean? Think, they I spent guess. two books fucking in the back room. Like He's just got to practice with buttons. Come on, Perrin, get your shit together. Yeah. Who's going to invent the zipper? Elaine? <laughs> Elaine, are you going to invent the zipper for the us, The zipper's please? a terangria. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very useful. Uh, So, chapter 47, Uh, we're done with Camelin. Uh, we're, we're, we're stuck in Ebudar for the last two chapters, y'all. Yep. Uh, chapter 47, The Wandering Woman. Um, that's what they called my uh, first love. 
because she cheated on me. Uh, Matt has been. Oh my god! Wow. Matt, uh, Matt and Elaine have been driving each other up the fucking wall on the way to Ebudar, but yes. they get there. Yes. Uh, no one, no one kills each other, which is good. They do. They arrive yes. to Ebudar as a whole party. Yeah. Elaine wants to study the Terangriel, and Matt is basically like, "Go fuck yourself." And Elaine does not take to that too kindly. Um, I love how she's like, I will not take it away from you, even though it should be Aes Sedai property. And he's like, wow, I'm really glad you're letting me keep the thing that's mine. And I was like, you know what, Matt's kind of right. Yeah. Kind of right. Yeah, Elaine demands that he gives it to her for an hour every night. And he's like, uh, he's no. He's like, how about no? No, not an hour every night. The entire night. You give it to me when we make camp, and I'll give it back to you the next morning. I was oh, like, uh, yeah, yeah. no. I would say no as well. Holly Wolf says she is the wandering woman of the streets. <laughs> of the cosplay of streets. Of the cosplay streets. Which is Fan Expo. The cosplay streets are Fan Expo, and it's just That's this true. complete grid in a building. Yeah, you called it. Um, Matt literally died for that thing. Eric, you're not wrong. Oh, yeah, no, I would yeah. not give it up either. He paid the price. He, he paid the ultimate did. price for that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, Matt... Uh, oh, uh, we learned that Oliver doesn't like Avienda, but... We already knew that. But we knew that. He doesn't like Brigitte, and I don't know why. Well, because they're friendly. Yeah. Yeah, I think that you're right. Oh, about your prediction. him being the... Your prediction that Olver is going to be... Um, What's his face? Not Grendel. Girdle. Whatever. Um... I still don't think the timing of that works, but you might be right. It would be weird. But it's weird that, uh, like, are, are, are Olver and Brigitte going to be, like, enemies to lovers? Where they're enemies until he's old In enough like and then... In, like, 20 years from now? Yeah. But she's 3,000. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Girdle. Yeah, Girdle. Gu- girdle Kane. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. It's weird because he's a literal child. Mm-hmm. But hopefully the, the series takes place over like uh, 11-ish years so that he's like 20. Yeah, a couple of other things that they learn on the road. Uh, mm-hmm. Tom reveals to Matt and the co that Elaine uh, has revealed that Brigitte is her warder it's to her the warder. other Aes And so far, no consequences? Well, no, but she didn't, because she's like, oh, yeah, after I became full Aes I bonded this woman. Yeah, I chose right away. And they're like, wow, normally people take, like, years to decide. Or um, choose a man. And also, she's a woman, so... Yeah, it's interesting to me. I wish that this had been on screen. This is another thing that, like, this is a conversation that happened off screen where I was like, Oh, no, I would have liked to seen people's reactions know. in the moment. Yeah, 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 Because this feels like a really big deal that mm-hmm. they're like, ah, it happened, whatever. And I'm like, no, 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 that's cool no, shit. This is important. Don't skip that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little I'm a little upset we didn't see this moment. I I agree. I think that maybe we'll see some, like, fallout of that moment with certain nice to die. But, yeah, it just seems like it was like a, oh, yeah, that happened, whatever, moving past it. Having said that, mm-hmm. um... I, I no, I, I wish that we could have seen uh, Elaine have to do a fake ceremony. Like I think it would have been really funny. For... You can't though, because they would have noticed her chant not channel to do the thing. She can't bond her she, twice. No, but she would have had to like channel into Brigitte, but like and like fake the weaves. It would have been a cool moment for to have it be an Elaine POV where she, it's in her head and she's like trying to figure out how to make the weave look like the bond weave but it not actually be the bond weave because the bond has already happened like that would have been a fun scene right that should be in the show they should do it that way where elaine is like weaving air and spirit at at um and do, trying to do it really quick so that it looks like she bonded her even though she's already bonded yeah. it would have been a fun scene okay okay faking I... it for the ice die. <laughs> you know like you fake it when we're together at night wow um, Wow. I mean, you that was such a self-burn. I, I don't even know what to say to it. Look, I'm a Sag boy, okay? Yeah, 
Very clearly. Look, I can only joke about that because it's not true. Men who actually have women fake it with them can't joke about that because they're insecure. <laughs> um, and insecurity is definitely not my problem. Um, no, you're uh, very confident. I am too honest is my problem. <laughs> no shame here, guys. No shame. It's fine. It's only on the internet forever. The yeah, things that I say. Whatever. You've said worse things, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I have. That's why I don't have shame. I do like that um, the one warder that or the the warder that's there except Brigitte like right away though. Yeah, I think the warder the warders are like, oh, you're a warder. Cool. Get over here. Let's let's do let's it. Do yeah. It. yeah. Uh, oh, the moment where Matt is like, she might make a good warder if she can actually shoot her bow, and Juillen loses it. Juillen is <laughs> like, <laughs> and Tom's like, yeah, I think she can. I think I she think can she's shoot her bow. All right, you know, just <laughs> a guess because they know she's Brigitte. Well, and they've also, like, traveled with her in a circus where she was, like, literally she a... shot the... Yeah, 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 yeah. But the, the moment... losing that moment brought me a lot of joy. Very that was very That was really well written. Well done. And uh, they they kind of... It, it kind of just goes like this where uh, the Ice are constantly channeling at Matt, Matt. And Matt, like, is like, don't don't react. Don't react. Don't react. But they channel at him so much that one of his guys <laughs> has to put a cream under his thing because he has frostbite. Yeah, because the thing is so cold. Uh, <laughs> he don't gets let fucking them frostbite. In, don't let them see. I was like, all right. I was like, how how cold does that thing get? I thought it was like a little chilly, but apparently it becomes like fucking like ice. I don't know. I didn't have a good place to go on that sentence. I was going to try and come up with something funny and then I couldn't. Oh, no, you know what it is? Um... Uh, it, it becomes the, um, oh my god, this is going to be such a specific reference, but it becomes the I rectal ice cubes from Blue Mountain State. Yeah, I know. Mm -mm. Didn't, uh... Okay. That's one of the weirder arcs in Blue Mountain State, where they shove uh, ice cubes up their asses um, so that they can stay on the field longer so they don't overheat. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's uh, interesting. I have no idea what that is. If you've is. never watched Blue Mountain State, go watch it. It is one of the funniest shows. Yeah. Oil change! Yeah. It's an oil change. Mm -hmm. Go watch Blue Mountain State. It's so good. It's so, 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 so good. You gotta cool down his core. Exactly. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. No, I hate this. Um... So they get they get to the palace in uh, Abu Dhar. And uh, Matt is like, before the Aes Sedai can like, tell him what to do, he's like, we're gonna go stand that in. Bye. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. And, um... The, the dice in his head stop rolling when he gets into the inn, away from the Aes Sedai. Yeah, very suspicious. Interesting. Because, like, I don't know what would have happened if they had, like, gone to the palace with them, but... Uh, I don't know. Do you think that there's going to be a court of nine moons or some shit in there? In the inn? You know, no, I, I don't think so, but that is very funny. Oh my god! I guys, I am pleasantly surprised how many people in chat know Blue Mountain State. Mm. I have found my people. Thank you so much. <laughs> we love that for us. I love that for us. Yeah, and uh, Matt's like, oh well, luckily the serving woman is pretty. It's like, Jesus if you're like nerdy, it feels like you've been rushing a little bit here. Yeah, it's because we're at two and a half hours and we still have a full ass chapter to go. Yes. Mm -hmm. So sorry about that. Um, but this is my favorite chapter of the reading, I think. Um, maybe not my favorite moment, but definitely my favorite chapter of the reading this week. As a full chapter, Because yeah. I fucking love The Thailand. queen? Yeah. I love her so much. She's rad. She is so cool. Okay, mm -hmm. so Nynaeve's in the bath. Mm -hmm. She's like scrub-a-dub-dubbin' because uh, the Aes Sedai, the two real Aes Sedai, um, as soon as they got in front of the queen, they kicked her and Elaine and uh, Avienda away. Well, no, they, they met with the Aes Sedai, that, the, her advisor Aes Sedai, and were dismissed by them. 
They had right, met, right, right. By millennial, by millennial. Millennial. I can't read her name, guys. By they, millennial, the Aes Sedai to advise Thailand. Yes. I think it's Mar Mar Marillalil. Millennial. There's too many L's, and so there's too many lines in the word, and my br I cannot put this word together. I, that is fair. Every time I read it, I feel like my brain runs into a wall. Marilil. Merrily we roll along. <laughs> Merrily we roll along. Uh, but I'm going to call her Millennial. So they run into Millennial, and Millennial's like, oh, it's so cute to see you girls. You look so dirty. Go clean up. Go clean up. The adults are going to talk. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Nynaeve and Elaine are a bit pissed about that, but they, they do go scrub up because, you know, they've been on the road five days. Yeah. It's nice to give yourself a clean. Mm -hmm. And she goes out and they're all, everyone else is already ready. Mm -hmm. Nynaeve's got a little towel wrapped around her head. You know, they're having girl time. And um, yeah, they, they have a little chat about what they're going to do here in Abu Dhar. And while they're doing that, someone comes in and is like, hey, the queen wants to see the three Aes Sedai. And they're like, three? Three Aes Sedai? Weird. Who's the right. third? Right, yeah, yeah, That doesn't make any sense. They're there's like, two well, of us. there's two of us, so we'll just go with the two of us. Yeah. Just the two of us. And so um, Avienda and uh, Brigitte are like, we'll go check out the town. And they're like, yes. ah, it's danger. Danger. But also, it's Brigitte and Avienda. Like, <laughs> this is where I really like Nynaeve. This chapter, this chapter is the best Nynaeve's ever been. Because, she, first off, she's like, guys, we're not just going to walk around Abu Dhar. Mm -hmm. We're going to get Abu Dhari dresses, and we're going to dress locally so that we can sneak around. And you're like, oh, they that's fucking smart. Things. Yeah. Yes. They, they, this, they finally acknowledge yeah. that these characters are growing. Yes. Uh, and so I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, I really like that Nynaeve and Elaine go meet the queen. And they're like, we're going to be honest with you. Uh, this is more Elaine than Nynaeve. Yeah. But, uh, they're, yeah. they're fully honest. And it pays off. Oh, What? 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 Being honest with your allies helps you? What? what? It's insane. This is crazy. Yeah. This is fucking nuts. All it's right. almost it's like the entire time they should have been honest with people that they needed things from. It's so obvious. And All they right. finally... I'm so far away from the mic. I know. I know. I'm just so nervous for Chad's ears. Our, our, we literally just dropped 46 frames because I was yelling. Wow. Guys. It took six fucking books mm -hmm. for characters to realize that if you just tell people the truth, they will work with you easier. Yeah. It took... We have read like 700,000 words and they finally were like, hey, maybe if we just like have characters talk to each other, they won't have to like fight all the time. What? Oh my God. Yeah. I, I was reading this and I lost it. <laughs> I fucking lost it. I was like, finally, what? adults behaving like adults... Well, and they, they, like, suss each other out, right? Like, they have a moment oh. where it's, like, very formal. And they've been told that this queen is, like, very, very formal. Um, and and then she, like, she relaxes a moment and tells them... Uh, there's some kind of expression about, I don't know, a knife in your back or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's, like, kind of, like, weirdly... I, I don't know. Um, and, like, Moraine had taught them, or Moraine had taught, or, no, 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 uh, Elaine had heard this word, this term from her mom. That, like, if you lie to someone after they say this, it's the worst thing you can do. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, where? Oh Lean back, God. sit back on your knife or something like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I really liked it. And Guys. then she's like, oh, you take me at my word, right? Like, because cause Nynaeve kind of, Nynaeve gets a little bit upset with her. Yeah. But, like, in a, in, in a very honest way. And she's like, oh, interesting. Okay, you actually, like, you, 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 you took me at my word. And you actually, like, spoke freely. And I think that that goes a long way. Oh, I loved um, it. I, I loved it, guys. Mm -hmm. I, I loved it. 
It brought me so much joy to watch characters to communicate in like a sensible way and it's and, it's, and it and it pay off and it's gonna give them the one-up on a latest embassy yeah right because the queen's 100%. gonna be like yeah fuck those guys but they're not telling me the truth it's also gonna give Nynaeve and elaine the one-up on al al aldeas and whatever her name is and Mer- oh the tool right oh they're like they're gonna have more power in this situation partially because they are more powerful but also, they're going to have more power in the situation because the queen trusts the two of them and does not... I don't think the queen really trusts Merrill No, I don't think so either. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think the queen trusts Azumarill. Mm-hmm. And so, Nynaeve and Elaine have come in here and they've, they, they've taken over really quick by, like, participating in a way that makes sense. Yeah. And I... I guys, th- I felt like I was edged for five and a half books and we finally came, okay? Yes. Yeah, we finally got that moment oh my God. where the queen is like, oh, you are actually being open and honest with me. I love that. And and I, I, it was very interesting as well because then the queen, or not then, the queen was open and honest with them as well. In return, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, we learned that she's like, I just want to leave something for my son. You know, my yeah, other cool. four kids or five kids? Something like that. I don't know. But she's got kids. She had other kids that are all dead. Yeah. Um, uh, no, it was, it was three boys and a daughter. Two of the boys are dead, and the daughter. I no, think I the, think it was four boys and a daughter, actually. Sure. Maybe. I think uh, it was three. I think it was four total. Okay. Anyways. The 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 stuff about the knives really cool. Really interesting. I would never go to Ebudar. This place no. sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. But absolutely. in terms of like learning about it, I mm-hmm. really loved. The, the, the knife culture, the fact that women all have knives, the fact that, like, that this way in which men and women are, like, that, that when a man marries a woman, he gives her a knife and says that if I dishonor you or if I if I let you down, kill me with this, please, is, little is a little, like, crazy, but beautiful uh, anyway. Yes, it is terrifying. I find Ebudar really cool. But it is fascinating to read about, like, the, the I, culture of it. One thing her. I will say about Robert Jar- Jordan's idea of, um, idea of relationships is the way in which he writes so much violence or implied violence into relationships between men and women is yeah. a little interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the Aiel culture has a lot of violence in it. Uh, the Ebudari the culture has a lot of violence in the relationships. Uh, and I'm fine with it because it's cool to read. But there is there is times when I'm like, this world, it's amazing anyone lives past like 22 in this world. Oh, yeah. Because every culture is dead. wildly violent. Yeah. They all kill each other. Uh, um, Josh, thank you for that Josh, super chat. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, edging with honesty sounds like the name of an MLM if they made sex toys. Yeah, truly. True that. Oh, man. Uh, oh Chad is God. bringing up that they run into Keratin in the hallway, which is true. They run into Jaichim oh, Keratin. Oh, Jaichim. Who um, is, um, I really appreciate them uh, being, when they meet the queen, they're like, he's a butcher. You cannot trust him. And she's like, yeah, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I have to meet with him. Oh, no, no, true. But like, I, 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 I really appreciate them Nine even Elaine are on it. This is a chap. They're on it. They're on it, and then yeah. the queen is honest with them in return, and it's it's great. It this chapter was so satisfying. Like I was like, oh, amazing. Like yeah. thank you. This is what I needed. It was a great way to end the reading this week. I was because I, I I I loved it. I love yeah. this chapter a lot. And Elaine shines. You know, like yeah. like I think we've talked several times about how Elaine sometimes isn't given enough to do or seems like a little bit bland but mm-hmm. these are the moments where i really love have like when elaine is in the room uh she makes it super interesting and she's like you know my mom what she my mom's pissed the ice and i treated her like a kid it wouldn't tell her anything and and so that is incredibly frustrating to deal with and so to avoid all of this frustration yeah like 
we're just going to be honest with people. Yeah, but also uh, Robert Jordan in these chapters is using Elaine's nobility really well. And, and you know, sometimes I think that writers will forget about royalty and like not use it to the best of their ability in terms of showing how um, a, a noble person interacts very differently with a commoner and other royalty. And I think that Robert Jordan has made the distinction between those lines so clear at all times mm -hmm. that you're always really aware of the fact that Elaine is royalty and she never drops that yeah. um, while still feeling like a full person. And I think that's just a credit to, you know, I, I, I definitely think that Elaine took a little bit more time to become fully fleshed out. Mm -hmm. I think the first few books, particularly uh, in Great Hunt, it, yeah. it, Elaine's purpose really wasn't clear and her character was very weak to me. Yeah. Um, and I think that right now Robert Jordan feels like he's humming a full steam with Elaine yeah. and really has like, he has a real hold on who that character is. Yeah. And it's so clear in how she is in every character, in every situation. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate her. I think Elaine is really growing on me as a character. Yeah, me too. In a way where she was always kind of like the fourth Aes Sedai. You know what I mean? She was always kind of like the, the least important member of the group. Yeah. Um, Who was there because she was going to marry Rand one day. Mm -hmm. And now she's so much more to me than one of Rand's trio. Yeah. She, like, like we are seeing how she is going to handle Andor. Mm -hmm. And it yeah. gives me hope. In fact, I think that was, goes back to the very beginning of the podcast today where we were talking about how I don't think Elaine is the most interesting of Rand's paramours. Mm -hmm. I think it's because I don't really care about her and Rand's relationship so much. That's, and that's what it is. It's them together, not mm -hmm. her as a character. I am more interested in Elaine as ruler of Andor than I am in Elaine as one of Rand's girlfriends. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I, I think that it's going to be interesting once they bring them back together, how I feel about that. Now that I really would love to see just Elaine become Queen of Andor, and that is her story, and what her journey as Queen of Andor looks like. Oh, yeah, I would love Without, obviously, Morghese is still alive, so there's problems there. But yes. um, I, I'm more interested in her not... I'm less interested in her relationship with Rand than I am in everything else about her. Yeah. Her relationship to Rand is the least interesting about her. Yeah, her, like, her her nobility status and political prowess and the ability to make Terangrials and study things. Yeah. Very cool. All of those, very, very cool. Yeah, yeah. she's awesome. Yeah. Um, but, uh, guys, the show's going a bit long, so it's time to do highs and lows. We got to the end of the reading. Guys, next week is the end of the book. Oh, we're, we're finishing boy. Lord of Chaos. Yes. A couple things before we do high-low. Next week is the end of the book. We are going to do a reaction to the final chapter. Do my as well. Don't yes. know how it's going to work yet. Don't know when it's going to be live. I'm going to have to edit it, and we have a very busy week. Yes, we cannot do a like live streamed reaction. Yeah. That will get us in trouble. So it is going to have to be, we will record it. We'll record ourselves and edit it down. Once once we know what that is, though, it will happen. Um and we will let you guys know. We're going to premiere it so we can all do it together if you want to join for the premiere. Yes. And then if you... We'll give you a heads up. Yeah. Couple things. Uh, that is going to go live. Once we record it and I start editing when it, edit. I'll let it, you know how much work it's going to be. Yeah. It might go before. It might go up after. Yeah. Then Friday, we have book club. That's the final chapters. We're going to end the book. And then because of uh, us driving the next week... We are going to be doing a book club on Monday. Monday the is the full book recap. Three days after the final chapters. We're live, 11 a.m. again, full book recap. Mm -hmm. We're going to finish this. So we do have two more book clubs and a live reaction in the next uh, 10 days. So uh, please remember that Monday. I don't want you to miss it in case um, yes. I want to bring it up so that everyone knows it's that Monday. Uh, We're going to be doing the full book recap. We're going to open up the questions tab now. Start getting your questions in for the full book. Okay, yeah. It, we, yeah, we obviously will not be going we in there. We won't be going in there. We haven't spoilers. read it. Spoilers. Feel free to write any spoilers for this book in there in questions. That's um, a good idea. I didn't think about the questions channel. But the channel. questions channel is open now. 
uh, for the next book. It will be. Or it will be today. As soon as we get that done. Uh, uh, so I just want to be, I want to get ahead of all of that um, yes. because uh, we are going to be away. Uh, and then y'all bear with us in terms of the schedule for the next book because um, we have, we are going to Disney World for our anniversary. Uh, and so we're not quite sure when that next episode is going to be. So I'm sorry about that. Uh, we did want to give a heads up. We're going to try and do an episode from Disney World to start the next book, but we're not sure if we're going to have Wi-Fi for that or not. We will do a so... surprise test stream like we did for Jamaica to see if it can handle it. Yeah. Um, Follow at Nerdy Wordy Book on Twitter or at Nerdy Wordy Book Club on Instagram. The mm -hmm. schedule will go up there once we know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we are doing book seven next. Uh, I think we are, right? Don't we do New Spring after book 10? Yeah, I think it came out after book 10. Unless something else so. happens, we'll, we'll keep you guys updated on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so having said all of that, mm -hmm. it's time for highs and lows. The way that we do this is uh, we start with uh, Clarus's high, then we do my low, then uh, her low, then my high. We try and compliment Sandra's this because when I was a kid at our dinner table, we would have high-low every day so that we could celebrate each other's highs and commiserate over each other's lows, bring ourselves a little bit closer as a family. And so, Clarus, the question I want to know from you, what is your high? <coughs> um, there's there's actually a few parts of this section that I really, really liked. Um, yeah, that's so great. It's kind of hard for me to pick a, a, a high. Um, but I think the, the part that made me the most excited for about what is to come next was the conversations with the queen and her as a character mm -hmm. and her being candid about her motivations and learning about the Ebudar like culture like that just that chapter to me was really fascinating and uh I think is a great way to like launch us into the next section so I'm gonna say that is my high although there were definitely many 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 uh points in this section that I also really liked so fair uh I hate that Tylan and Teslin are both in the same place Tylan and Teslin is so fucking mean. The names, yeah. I'm like, yeah. why? Yeah. Uh, so uh, my low for this section, God, that's hard. I, I the Aes Sedai in general just kind of pissed. The, the Aes Sedai do a lot of dumb shit in this section that made me be like, come on. Yeah. For me, and granted, I think they're being manipulated by Varen because I think she's evil. But um, I, I there were a couple times in this section where I was like, the Aes Sedai are just. Uh, oh no no, you know what it is. All the power structure stuff with the Aes Sedai. Power structure I'm, stuff? I have slightly more inherent ability with the power than you. Yeah. So I'm, uh, you have to like do whatever I say. Didn't yeah. Like I, yeah, I didn't like that. Same thing for me, uh, for my low is similar to the Aes Sedai, not even considering that it wasn't Rand who yeah. tried to kill them. Seems uh, kind of weird to me. So that's my low. Um, but what's your high? Oh, parent chapters. We got parent and you know what? Let's go. He's still best boy. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's still the parent that I remember and the parent that I fell in love with. I love his relationship with Fayil. Um, I, I, I love Perrin. Perrin is just, he's, he is, he is my, he's the character I see myself in the most in these books. Yeah. He behaves a lot like I think I would in these situations. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, um, yeah, I, Perrin is just a character who I, I really resonate with and who I adore quite a lot. I, yeah. I think that there's an element of the like small city guy who like goes out in the world um, and uh, it changes him in the way that it changed Perrin, and I, I get it. Yeah. Um, he he's also like fiercely loyal to his wife. I get that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I just I Perrin Perrin returning and, and Perrin showing up in the way that I expect him to mm -hmm. uh, brought me a lot of joy. Yeah, and guys, yeah. feel free to share your highs and lows in the Discord <clears throat> yeah. as well. It's always nice to see what you guys like and and dislike and get those different perspectives. So the Discord link, I'm sure. One of our mods cannot drop that. Um, and also, get your beanie of the dragon. 
um, because uh, the, it, it looks cool. And We'll uh, have ours next week. They, yeah. they, I, I was hoping they'd get here in time, but they they did not get here yet. Yeah, we'll um, show them off. Um, so there's the Beanie of the Dragon link. We will have ours next week. Uh, they look, yeah. I think it looks really cool. And if you can be here for the live next week, uh, that would be fun because it's my birthday. That's <laughs> right, everyone. It is going to be Clarus's birthday next Friday. Uh, so it's going to be hype in the chat. Yeah. Uh, very excited for that. A couple of other things. Might be a slightly longer this, episode. This, it, it might be a little long. Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling next week's going to be a little uh -huh. bit long. I think we're going to talk about Demise Wells for an hour, uh -huh. um, even though I, I haven't read it yet, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, we are going to uh, say that this podcast was brought to you by Audible. Audible is a place where books go to be heard. Um, where books go to be heard. Yeah, but for, for a long time, for centuries, uh -huh. books were seen but not heard. And that hurt books' feelings. Uh, book Books became very depressed. Books spent a lot of time in therapy. And the therapist was like, look, books... I, I hear you, but no one else hears you. And so Books um, was set up on a date, actually, by their therapist, which is a little weird. It's a little bit weird when your therapist sets you up on a date. But Books was set up on a date with Amazon, and Amazon was like, you know what? I, oh I can help you with this. Oh my God. And thus Audible was created, and Books were finally seen and heard the way that they dreamed about wow. since the printing press had been created. Wow. Uh, and so if you want to help Books with their centuries-long dream of being heard and not just seen, Go to audibletrial.com slash nerdynightly and you can do that. You can hear those books and you can bring them joy. You can really fulfill their purpose and let them know mm -hmm. they're seen and heard. Uh, counterpoint, Audible brought to you by uh, the original uh, oral tradition as opposed to the written tradition because the oral tradition of storytelling came first. Audible.com slash nerdynightly. Uh, what is the link? I forget it every time. Audible.com slash trial slash nerdynightly. Nope. Uh, audibletrial.com slash nerdy. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I knew it was going to get there. Um, Baka Karma wants to know if we're going to be reading the final chapter before doing the audiobook reaction. No, it's going to be a first no, time no, react. It's, it's, it's a reaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, which brings us to our next oral tradition, uh, Smut Corner. That's right. Follow us on the internet. I'm at Nerdy Nightly. I'm at Clarus Polaris. Like and subscribe and Clarus. Where would you add a sex scene into this section? Okay, there's it's so hard to because there's so many sex scenes in this so section. There's so many, but like, oh my god, like men just sitting on Rand's knee. Mm -hmm. I'm like, just fucking grab his mouth already. Like, <laughs> it, it's such a it's such a tease. Just like the little brush of a kiss. I'm like, just just throw yourself on top of him, knock the chair over, and mm -hmm. fornicate on the ground already. God damn it! Like, I Avienda think, um, did it. So. Avienda and I think Avienda and Elaine hook up. I okay. She's I already naked. I think Elaine is like, look. Make it up to me by, uh, you have toe to me. You do, but I'm you not going to spank toe. you. You're no. going to eat my pussy. Yes. And she does. Yes. I and think she does. it's a good time and uh, they learn I don't think it's that things. good. I think, I think it's a little, I think it's a little. No, it's like a learning a, experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's okay. Yeah, They yeah, get yeah. better at it by book 14. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hopefully. God, oh God, I hope so. Um, or, you know, maybe uh, Elaine like does pick up the switch and like spanks her a little bit and then is like, oh, I, okay, that was fun. I, 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 I would have had um, Matt and Halima hook up. Matt and Halima? Yeah. He just fucks dark friends. Or yeah. dark and, friends. And like when he leaves, forsaken. he's like, God, that felt like fucking Melhindra for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was weird. It felt so much oh like Melhindra. Oh, my God. So similar. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, I would have, you know, we cut to the parent Fayol hooking up. I want Davram and uh, I wish they had like side-by-sided it so that as Perrin was like snapping off um, Fayol's buttons. We cut over to Davram to expertly, their parents? but like 
expertly. He undoes those buttons like a pro. You know, Davram Bashir. Davram Bashir is a gentle lover. He knows how to for the first twenty minutes, right? He's he he has it all down. Davram Bashir. We're talking like 15, 20 minutes of foreplay. Mm-hmm. We're talking about ten to fifteen minutes of penetrative, explosive, perfect sex that ends with just an excellent cascading orgasm from both parties. Uh-huh. And you, Davram Bashir, he gets you it. You know he fucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's 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 <laughs> me for this week. Just wishing that I could have read parents and their daughter having sex side by side, which is weird. That is uh, weird. A little bit. Um, but, you know, it's okay. They're fictional characters. It it's doesn't. fine. It's fine. That doesn't say anything about me as a person, I don't think. No, no, no. Not at all. Um, definitely. Uh. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, anyways, guys, thanks for joining us for this week's book club. Oh no, 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 no. You know what? The the, the final smut corner is um, Loyal gets to the studying and he's by himself and he just jacks it. He's just like he's singing to the, the trees with his cum. Um, My God! All right. Thank you to our mods. Thank you to everyone who joined us live for this. Uh, if you want to be a live viewer, every eleven a.m. Uh, Friday eleven every Friday at 11 a.m. here at youtube.com slash nerdy nightly. And thank you to the hundreds of you that listen to this as a podcast. Yes. Uh, And thank you to our wonderful mods. Yeah. Who bonk the spoilers. Mods are great. Thank you. Yeah. Mods are great. Mods are great. And uh, next week we finish this dang book, y'all. Do something nerdy tonight. Glenn, thank you for that super chat. Thank you for that super chat. I kind of see the Bashirs like an aggressive Gomez and Morticia Adams. Yes. Absolutely. That's what we're going out on. Thank you for that. Thank you, everyone. We will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.